This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, yo, what up, E? What up, dog? Shit, man, it's been a minute, dog. Uh, Nigga been traveling, dodging COVID and shit. Hell yeah. Uh, Being with the family and shit. Um, But uh, been trying to get this guy for a minute, you know. All the time, basically. Yeah. Uh, he, I feel like he came up in, shit, he a came nice up in a, yeah, a nice number of them. All good things, you know. <laughs> um, but we got the man, Sedell himself. What's going on, brother? Man, what's good, man? Nothing much, man. Uh, you know, you be in and out, so it's kind of, I know you got a schedule, but uh, let's take a shot, man. Let's get this rolling. To what, E? To 2021. That too. <laughs> y'all got me drinking early. <sighs> yeah, man. Let's, no, uh, y'all got me drinking early. I could, I could probably take it further back. Uh, I, I, when yeah. when did you meet Sadell? Or Sadell, um, when did you meet, meet Elliot? I was thinking about that on the way here. From what I can remember. I mean, I've been to... Of Sedell more so probably like in middle school from like Bernie and shit mm-hmm. and then um but when I can remember really knowing him was um uh, like senior year when I think uh yeah probably senior maybe 11th grade senior year yeah I probably uh probably around the same hooping it was all hooping that. and being in the neighborhood yep I remember uh I probably I told this story before but Mark Jackson called me like, "Yo, come, come hoop! I need you to uh, beat these two dudes from Lathrop <laughs> for a hot and ready. Y'all gonna hoop for a hot and ready? I'm gonna cover the hot and ready." <laughs> Some shit. I pull up. What? Well, what year was this? This had to be the summer going into eleventh grade. So I pull up. It's B. Bell, Mark Jackson, John Kenner, and then. I think it was a sable that Skaggs had. It was yep. some, yeah, a sable pull up, and this little dude got out. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm playing. I didn't know Scott. I ain't know Mark. It was him and Mark. I ain't know neither one of them. I'm like, this who we playing? They smell like you know, you already know, and they bust our ass, dog. You know, and I'm like, okay. And then they was like, yeah, it's another dude. That's short like that too, man. Sadil. <laughs> B Bell said that. He was like, Yeah, uh, it's another short dude like that too, Sadil. And he probably he probably would have bust your ass <laughs> So I'm like, uh, but before that, um, I heard, you know, Roosevelt, you know what I'm saying? You and you and Ali used to run shit over there, but Me, Ali, RJ. Yeah. Well, Jack. Jack Wallace, yep. It was a couple of them. Yeah. But um, your first, your, I feel like I met you as a hooper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was your first, like. That was my first love. That was first passion. That's how everybody knew me in the beginning. Yeah. Hooping. Because I used to go to all the neighborhoods to go hoop, all the schools, get invited to all the hoop runs during the breaks. I used to always be, anytime we had a break, we used to be at, um, what was the Southfield break? Was it at Southfield High when everybody go hoop during the like, Christmas breaks and shit? Or Beachwoods. Beachwoods. Yeah. Beachwoods. So, you know, with my cousins being being at Thompson with all the Kirkwoods. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I had all the ties with all the leagues and all the other schools. And I used to go to everybody's neighborhood to go hoop. 
that make perfect sense because they was hoopers too. Yeah, for sure. Especially back in the day. Yeah. Um, and what made you go to Lath- What made you like leave Oak Park and go to Southfield Schools? What made me leave Oak Park was a. Uh, what made me leave Oak Park was uh, my family. Um, they wanted to move to Southfield. Um, what year was that? Maybe my seventh grade year. And I was fighting them. Like, y'all wanted me to go fight. You know what I'm saying? Because all my friends is here. So, um, it was, I mean, thing is, it was the best decision I ever made um, moving to Southfield. But um, I wanted to stay at Oak Park High um, when I went to high school. But um, when I met friends in seventh grade, when I met Scott, India, Jazz, all of them, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay to Lathrop. Because I was going to go to Oak Park just to hoop. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna leave Bernie, go straight back to Oak Park, but um, I got I got close with the um, coach Ave and all the coaches over there um, before I went to high school. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just stay here. Yeah, that, that was a good decision because I mean, she, you basically had it made at uh, at Lathrop for sure. For sure, hooping wise. Yeah. So you ain't got you didn't go to Bernie. I went to Bernie okay. in seventh grade. Oh, okay, all right, all right. And that's how I met everybody. So your name was already ringing bells over there. <laughs> so, yeah, like, so sixth grade, I was always around Southfield because of the Kirkwood. Kirkwood, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. and all my other friends. So I knew a lot of people from Levy and Bernie already before I even moved. Yeah. Um, so Lathrop, uh, freshman year or sophomore year, basically uh, – your competition, I mean, your competition was Scott, really, you know, until he, yeah, until he tore his, uh, for sure, you know, so it, when I moved, when I first moved to Southfield, everybody was talking about Scott and BJ, and I was like, who is these two motherfuckers? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, when I got to Southfield, I already had a, a chip on my shoulder, you know, yeah. what I'm me being my height already, but being a new person on the block. I had to prove myself every day. So, um, yeah, I went at Scott. I went at BJ. I went at, I went at everybody. But they became my friends. Those became my brothers. You yeah. They wasn't a competition. Right. So throughout the years, you know, um, coaches would just play me and Scott together. So it, it, it wasn't no competition. I think my competition was about ninth grade. It was um, – Tonyo Harrison and uh, B. Glenn. Oh, those, Brandon, those, Brandon. Those was my 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 competition. I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I had, I had we had we had battles for yeah. sure. You, I I can remember that. Yeah, Tone, y'all was kind of the same height. Yeah, y'all kind of had the. I don't want to say y'all had the same game, but y'all was quick. Both of y'all was quick. Both of y'all could shoot. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, Tony was athletic as hell to be so short. He was. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be like, yo, this nigga fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, at what point did you realize like, I want to do this in college, and I can I have a opportunity to do this in college. I think it was um, end of my 10th grade year. Um, me being the only, well, at the end of my freshman year, I was the only freshman on varsity at the end of the year. And I started playing with the family. And once I started competing with them and all the um, older age levels above me and competing with them every day in practice, I was like, oh, shit, I might take this to, uh, you know what I'm saying, college. Yeah. Um, because initially it was just a hobby. It was just something I was just good at, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I just 
uh, it was like the end of my my freshman year. I was like, oh, I'm gonna take it serious. So, tenth grade, Coach Ave and all the assistant coaches they put me through this like summer program with some other players and stuff, and just did like conditioning all summer and workouts and all that. So, my game just elevated from ninth to tenth grade tremendously. And um, you had you had a few uh, scholarships. Yeah, I had a few scholarships. Um, it was to go to Clark, um, Grand Valley. It was a lot of D2s, um, but Clark was a D1. It was um, Clark Atlanta, right? Yeah, Clark Atlanta. It was um, it was something in Sacramento, too. I can't remember the name of the school. It was like a few like mid-majors, but um, I ended up just choosing Indiana Tech. I remember. Closer to home. Somebody was there from here, too, right? Uh, Indiana Tech. Somebody was somebody, uh, yeah. Was uh, Rice D Rice? I think D Rice went there for like a semester. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think he just played there for like What's a semester. Name, uh, played there, but I don't know if they would know that. Who? Uh, oh. Fuck. He's all small. Damn. Tess? No. Uh, he from East Side. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Not Austin, because who, who, he, he was like, like the polar opposite of, uh, what's your name, Brian Austin? Yeah. Fuck, damn, I can't remember. Oh. Uh, he, he was on your team? But, oh, it was a guy named Tim. 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 Yeah, Tim. He's from the east side. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, in college hooping, like, did you take it as serious, or was you like, Man, it's like a it's like a job, you know. What I'm saying it didn't it didn't become a job until like maybe my sophomore year, my freshman year. I was just I was just happy to be on campus. I was happy to be around all these girls. Yeah, and it was a culture shock for me too because you know being from um, going from Detroit to Oak Park to Southfield, we didn't have any a lot of white um, people around in Thanks. those neighborhoods. So me going straight to Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was a culture shock for me because I never been around so many, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had to um I had to adapt and I was like, yo, this is crazy. You know, I'm I'm I know what I'm used to, mm-hmm. but you know, it was a culture shock and it was um I think that was one of the best decisions for me. Well, if you could go back, I you know, the HBCU thing is popular right now. If you could go back Knowing what you know now, what school would you still stick with? Indiana Tech. I still, see, I, I was always taught not to live with regret. Mm-hmm. So everything happens for a reason. So it was a reason I was supposed to be in Indiana. I met some great people during those four years, but but I would have <laughs> went to the HBCU. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything. You wouldn't change it, but yeah, I'm yeah. about the same way. HBCU. I wish, man. I remember I used to go visit um a couple of my friends at Hoop. Man, at um, Tuskegee, at Howard, and I go on campus and be pissed. I was Man. like, this is how y'all living every day? But, so um, we was talking about that the very first podcast. That Howard homecoming? Yeah, like <laughs> once we stepped foot on Howard campus, like, oh, this yep. is something um, completely different. different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it was a complete 360, yeah. what I'm used to in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Facts. You know Man, like Fort Wayne is like, Man. Four years behind every mm-hmm. major city in fashion, culture, everything. So, me going, me going to visit other schools, me going up to Michigan State all the time, and Eastern and U of M, and then Howard and Tuskegee. 
I used to be pissed coming back to Fort Wayne, but you know, I think it was for the better. So, uh, you know, you hoop four years. Any any thoughts to go overseas or any major injuries or anything or um no, I never had any major injuries. I mean, I had like ankle sprains and yeah, things like that, but no no broken bones or anything like that. But um <clears throat> I think by like my sophomore year going into my junior year, that's when it became a job and I became I wasn't in love with basketball no more. And I was like, yo, this is crazy because you yeah, I think it's somebody coming for your spot every, every day. year. Yeah. And um with me not coming from a big school and not, you know what I'm saying, my, my height, it's a it's a lot of politics that come with college basketball. So um it became a job. Yeah. And I wasn't in love with it no more. Yeah. Like my going into my junior year, it was just like six AM conditioning, practicing every year, all year round. Um, I wasn't partying or drinking during college either. So that was another thing. I didn't start like really drinking until like my probably like the end of like the first semester in my senior year. Yeah. But um so when I thought about overseas it was over with. It was yeah, like I gotta, yeah, I'm gonna figure cool. something out. I'm gonna figure another passion of mine. That's cool. Um you I was just thinking while you were talking. You uh you hoop with a lot of dudes that either were league bound played in the league or went overseas like yeah you know some four to five star talent yeah so you know for for your height you know for politics to be involved in your height was kind of crazy because i mean you had the game yeah sure. sure like all the people i played with through the family the dynasty Lakers, all the all the traveling teams i played with a lot of them went to the league a lot of them still in the league now yeah you know? yeah a lot of them still overseas, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm blessed to even be around those guys and even call them my friends and my brothers. Yeah. Um, so finding your new passion was um, how'd you even get in the shoes, dog? Like shoes started, man. Collecting shoes started years. I mean, I say from way back where I can remember. My brothers used to collect shoes. Both my brothers, so. I tried to do everything they used to used to do. So they come home with shoes. They had jobs in high school and middle school. So with me, I didn't have no job. I was just playing basketball. They put a basketball in my hand, so I didn't have the leisure to have money or, you know what I'm saying, my parents wasn't giving me no money buying no shoes. So what I used to do to make money was um, I used to go to local barbershops. I used to go down the street to Shears in the Park. I used to go to door-to-door to rake leaves, shovel snow, cut grass. Mm. And every dollar I made was going towards a pair of shoes. You know, shoes just come out once a month. So I had an early obsession with sneakers, but I never thought I could make a career out of it. It was just, I just love shoes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Elementary, middle school, middle school, I started to sell DVDs and CDs. Used to burn CDs and make people make a list. That's how I used to make my money. I heard a birdie used to sell... uh I, I, uh, contact. contact. <laughs> I saw any, any, listen, anything I can make some money to buy some shoes, I was, uh, I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like elementary, I was selling like hot Cheetos. Um, mm-hmm. y'all remember the Kool Aid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to sell that. Um, I used to sell anything to make annihilators, anything all the way to high school. High school, I was selling contacts, I was selling. Uh, fake visa pants. I was selling shoes. Um, I was selling anything I could make some money to buy some shoes. 
it's it's uh I feel like uh a lot of people from Detroit and the surrounding areas that came into Southfield because Southfield was a fashion show when we was yeah for sure. in middle school you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. even earlier than that so when we got to high school the people from Detroit and Oak Park and everywhere else when they start going to Southfield schools I feel like they brought that hustler mentality yeah. you know what I'm yep, saying. Yep. Cause everybody, I'm thinking back as you said that everybody that was selling stuff, you know, they either from Detroit or they they had a cousin that was doing it <laughs> in the city, and then they just brought it to Southfield. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. Cause sure. it was looked back. Southfield niggas had money exactly. back then. You know exactly. that's how they looked at it. The us. thing is, you had to keep up with everybody, yeah. all your classmates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You see everybody rocking the the Al Woods, the, yeah. uh, the Woods, and everything. You got to keep up with that. Yeah, yeah. And then the thing about it, too, was it wasn't just niggas was dressing. Niggas was talking shit, too. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. You kind of had to just. Yeah, for uh, sure. You could. You, if some Jordans came out Saturday and you got them, you had to wear them Saturday night at the start. Yeah. No, so look. Sure. Right, so middle school, if y'all remember, Jordan used to come out during the week on a Wednesday. And the only reason I remember that because one of my close friends, Marcus, Marcus Burrell, his mom used to wait in line to go get his shoes and bring them to school. <laughs> they used to hurt my heart. I, was like, like, I used to be like, oh, I used to be so jealous. Like, damn, Marcus, my boy, but I'm mad at him. Yeah. Right now. You know what I'm saying? My mom didn't couldn't afford that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Marcus would be the first one in the school with uh with the Jays. And I remember I was like, yo, I can't wait till I can afford my own shoes. I can't wait. Yeah. So classmate like Marcus like he was he was one of them early ones that pushed me like yo I'm gonna get some shoes he was in slam or something yeah he was in slam magazine in sixth grade bro. yeah he was on he was on shoe shit early yeah but it's funny you say people talk shit like if the Jays came out Saturday you didn't have them at the star Saturday (laughs) but you wore them to school Monday Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, people still had, still talk shit. Yeah, like, like, you had to wear them, like getting dropped off. That's see, crazy, me and Marcus dog. used to get dropped off Friday and Saturday. <laughs> Saturday was the day, but we used yeah. to get dropped off Saturday. We wore the shoes that night. Yeah, and we had matching outfits. We had the bandanas. We had the uh, the different color laces with them. Rolled up sleeves, all that. Do rag on. Do rag on. <laughs> <laughs> with the, with the uh, strings coming down, yeah. and tied up. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, uh I feel like that probably uh helped set a foundation for all of us, you know, going through them four years of high school. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, having to fit in and all that stuff. But uh um, made a lot of other shit easy. Made a lot of other shit easy. Like looking back on how it just was like real I don't know, it was real crazy, but like it made you wanna get out and get it. It made you you could talk a lot of shit. You know, people be like, damn, y'all, some shit talking motherfuckers. Because mm-hmm. it's like, shit, everybody was on everybody's head. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I couldn't yeah. wait to get back to school. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. though I'm wearing them that Saturday, I can't wait to get back Monday rocked that. Yeah, that, that, that meme. I was about to say that meme where it say the first day of school, <laughs> yeah. your whole fit laid out. For sure. That was Southfield for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, so, like, when you leave college, what? What uh? What was your first job? What was your first job like? Damn, let me think. When I first left Indiana, uh, man, I was trying to figure it out. I didn't. I never had a um. Oh, a nine to five. It was um. I was always like an entrepreneur mindset. I was always hustling. So any way I could make some money, I was trying to make it. But I never saw myself sitting behind a 
a desk nine to five clocking in. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to do that. Um, but when I first left Indiana, what was I doing? Uh, man, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was just getting by. I don't know what I was. I was hustling. I mean, I wasn't selling no drugs, man, but I was yeah. selling shoes. I was selling clothes. I was selling iPhones. I was selling anything I could get my hands on. Um, I think a year after, um, a year after Indiana, uh, me and my business partner, we, we wanted to get into fashion. So we, um, we opened up an online boutique with women and men clothes. So what we used to do is source out, go to fly out to California, um, go to Chicago, all the fashion districts, get pieces, put them together, put it online. We was looking at piece, um, stores in Royal Oak. Um, and I also had a site for just for sneakers. And then, you know, right after that, I started um, I started uh, working with Nacho at the Bistro. And that's when, like, the sneakers started booming. And I started to travel to, like, all, like, the sneaker shows and the sneaker swaps all over the world and just building a network and clientele with, like, celebrities and shit. So that's how that started, right after college. Nice. Um Cause you were selling shoes for a minute. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> years before this StockX shit, like yeah. So like I remember any hoop run we had. You know, what I'm saying after college, I was always had shoes in my trunk. I had all sizes. Like what size are you? I, <laughs> I got something for you in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I always had like like all my celebrity friends, all my friends that play basketball. That was my way into meeting all these people. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. For example, either Draymond or Jordan Crawford, I was um, being with the, I was hanging with my friends, but also meeting the John Walls of the world, the Steph Currys of the world, um, and all these other people just networking. I could be in a room, sit back, and control the room. You know what I'm saying? And me just bring, being able to bring something to the table, without without me asking for anything. I didn't need anything from these, from my right. friends, or anything. So, uh, just me being able to work a room. You know what I'm saying? With things I had to offer. Yeah. Um, how the but selling shoes eventually got you into the whole StockX thing before. I know how it was way before, like, yeah. you know, but talk about, like, how you even got involved with that. So, <clears throat> well, I say about 2015. Um, how did that start? So, my friend, Joe Crawford. He hits me up like, yo, it's a guy named Greg you have to meet. Um, he's uh, he's working on this sneaker thing, um, and he needs somebody that's in Detroit that knows sneakers, that, that's very knowledgeable of shoes. And I'm like, all right, what? You know what I'm saying? So he never said what it was. He just said, like, you need to meet him. You need to talk to him. So me and Greg just text back and forth. Nothing was going on. Then a guy named Bruce um, hit me up like, yo, I'm looking for these, um, these uh, pirate black Yeezys for a good price and not knowing Bruce was Dan's best friend, Dan Gilbert's best friend at the time. And Dan, um, Bruce introduced me to Dan and Greg. So we started the conversations. Then Dan asked me to come in for a meeting and I sat with him, chopped it up with him. And what he was asking me, he wasn't like, it wasn't no stock action. It was more like he's trying to get to know who I am. He wanted to know what the reselling market was, what I knew about shoes and the culture and, you know what I'm saying, everything about it. So um, after that, I, I, I tend to, 
like a couple more meetings after that. And then probably like two weeks later, he was like, yo, Dale, we don't know what we about to start, but we want you a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how it started um, with the StockX thing. And at that time, did you know that Dan was Dan or did you like? Um, I didn't. I, I knew of Dan Gilbert, you know what I'm saying, because of all the things he accomplished in the city. Um, I knew what he did with, with Cleveland. Um, I didn't know how powerful he was, mm-hmm. you know. That's um, what I yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know to that magnitude how powerful he was. But um, once I got into those rooms and meeting with him and stuff, it was more like I did my own research. Mm-hmm. So the moment they said they wanted to do something with me, I, I, I dropped everything. I put all my eggs in one basket. Like, yeah, yeah this is what I'm rocking with. And if Dan Gilbert is stamping this, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, so, I don't know if you remember, but you like, yo, I work here now. I'm like, what? You just like, yeah, uh, Dan <laughs> brought me on. I'm like, Dan brought you on? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, man, early on, Dan was my guy. That was the guy I was, that was my mentor. I was, I looked up to him. He took me, he took me under his wing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the first one to put me on a private jet, go to the game, come right back. Like, he showed me that life, but it was more like, he was teaching me business and mm-hmm. how to move in certain rooms because um, I've never been corporate. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. After college, I was hustling. Right, because you just said, like, I was not yeah. going to be a, so, sitting in a desk type. Exactly. Right. So I think what Dan saw in me was that hustle mentality, but he saw so much potential in me. So he took me under his wing of, you know, just introduced me to all these people. Showing me, showing me the ropes to do this, how to move like this and everything. So, um, yeah, early on, I was with Dan every week. But that's how we started StockX. It was just um, maybe five of us sitting right outside Dan's office just trying to make it happen. Just trying to, you know what I'm saying, got a whiteboard, and we're going to name it this, or it should be like this, or the, the interface should look like this, or, you know, we should go with this country. So it was, <laughs> it was, we, was we was in the trenches early right outside Dan's office. Hey, I remember that firsthand, dog. <laughs> like, for real. I mean, for real, because yeah. it's crazy how yeah. big it is now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can remember saying StockX six years ago. Nobody like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, for sure. And then two years later, like, yeah, I just bought these shoes. Yeah, I remember I told you about that. <laughs> yeah, right. I told you it was I remember, coming. I remember you used to come to my like my, my first little office in yeah. like a small closet, like maybe 300 square feet. Oh. I used to like look at shoes in there, authenticate. Reggie Travis used to always come in there and come come um on Fridays, yeah. And um, yeah, we nobody knew how big that that company was gonna get. Like nobody knew. It was like when we started, it was just more of a hobby. It was mm-hmm. more like oh, we just gonna do something different. Hopefully, it blow up. You know what I'm saying? If it don't, we good. It was literally a room, probably maybe a little bit bigger than this, or maybe this size. It was this size with just shoes all over the place. <laughs> it was actually this size, and yeah. every day just looking at shoes and even just doing research in there. You know, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hot, hot ass closet, just looking up shoes, looking up no windows, no windows, no windows, nothing, nothing. Just loud music I'm playing on my speaker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know. Again, I wasn't corporate at all, so yeah. I used to walk in there, hoodie, hoop shorts, <laughs> <laughs> baggy play. You know, it was a it was a time, and that was another culture shock I had going into going into that. Like that was the second one from college to to corporate world. Me walking in those offices on a um, on dance floor. That's the executive floor. Yeah, everybody's wearing suits. Right. Me and Josh, um, we wore hoodies and and hats and snapbacks and fitteds and. You know, and they wasn't with that yet. Yeah, it they wasn't. Were, it wasn't yeah. thing yet. 
we was the ones that brought sneakers to that floor, into that building, into that culture of quicken. Yep, it's funny you say that because yeah, all the executives was on that floor. Even when I would come visit, I would be in jeans. I would be okay, oh, decent, but but you were still like I was, not like what they, what they like, was wearing. Yeah. But now you walk on that floor now, they got off white Jordans, yep. Yeezys, mm-hmm. you name it, dog. They got it on their feet. You know what I'm saying? So they they dress down a little bit more because of that. But you got to think like if you think about everything right now, period. Just especially like with how social media is. A lot of times, all it takes is one person to be unapologetic, mm-hmm. like about whatever it is they're doing. And everybody else, oh, I'll be on that too. But you, you, you do it in the comfort of your own home or behind closed. I mean, it could be anything. But you know, a lot of times now, like it takes that one person to be like unapologetic and kind of to be like the savior of oh this, and you kind of push that to the forefront. I mean, even think about like. Shit, Allen Iverson is a prime yeah, example of yeah, that. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm best saying? Example. So like Sadell was pretty much the Allen Iverson the quick and is how y'all, you know, yeah. like for real. Like yeah, definitely. you kind of just being you and you like, well, it is what it is. It's a hobby. It's not like and that's part of why I was like, how did you know like Dan was Dan? Because a lot of people cur when they know somebody is of like a certain stature. Like, oh, but you know, you seem to me, based on what I'm hearing, like man to man like you know i'm doing you got me here for a reason yep. and i'm gonna be me because being me is what got me here in the first place and that's what dan taught me to be yourself don't change for no mm-hmm. you know when he took me under his wing early on it was more like yo don't change like yeah. you know wear what you're wearing you know what i'm saying act like a, you act like you know what i'm saying right but i'm gonna put you in these rooms i'm put you with these faces i'm gonna introduce you to a lot of people mm-hmm. because be yourself be mm-hmm. authentic and yourself yeah so I, I learned that early on i never changed or folded for anybody but i did um had to like sit back a little bit in these rooms because i didn't know how to properly um uh, move in these rooms in these corporate rooms in these uh board member uh, mm-hmm. meetings and stuff so um, like I said, it was a culture shock early on the first couple of years. Um, you know, I had a couple of hiccups where it's like, man, I can't be saying this out loud. You know what I'm saying? I can't <laughs> yeah. be doing this or I can't be bringing all my homies to the mm-hmm. office. So, um, yeah, early on I had a few hiccups like that, man. But it was me. To, it was a learning curve. Sure, yeah. I, it was, I was learning as I go. Just as with this authentication thing, I was just learning as I go. But I, I knew every single sneaker, but it was like, when sneakers released, it was like, man, I'm learning this, I'm learning that. But I was, it was self-taught, you know what I'm saying? So, What's the difference? Well, I know the difference. But what everyone thought, like, no joke kicks was, like, the the thing, you know what I'm saying? And then StockX just kind of came out of nowhere. Mm. And I don't know too many people that really – Go in there no more, no, to so, be quite honest. So the, the unique thing about this is it's the market we in. We in Detroit. Yeah. So we don't have the leisure of having stadium goods, flight clubs, mm-hmm. all these boutique and consignment shops like every other major city. So Nojo was one of the first um, uh, boutique stores in Detroit. So that was the go-to. Yeah. You know, um, And some people are in prompt buyers they need it right then and there if they spending their money so people still go there mm-hmm. so the thing with nojo is they are um a boutique store like a flight club and stadium goods but they have their prices is skyrocket because it's that market of mm-hmm. get it right now instead of waiting online and buying it on StockX or 
any of other online platforms. But I still see people. Um, I don't see a lot of people talk about it, but I see when I walk past our office right there, I still see people walking walking there and by because you know a lot of people don't like shopping online. Mm-hmm. They need stuff right then and there, even holiday shopping. Last day, I, yeah, no joke was booming. You know, yeah. Um, I guess so. Like you said, something like yeah, I can't have all my homies up here, but I feel like. Over time, they wanted you to bring your homies up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, if somebody in town, like, of course, yeah. So a lot of my, um, when they knew, like, let's say for instance, one of my um, famous friends was in town. They were like, oh, you want to bring them? Give them, give them a tour. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? So it was a um, that was a 360 as well, where you know usually I, I want to bring them in and have no approval i didn't know you have to ask this person to get this approved early on like i used to just go i didn't i wasn't used to nobody telling me anything so early on i used to be like yo just come on come through y'all and people look at me crazy and i had to learn like yo you got to do this do that and i had to fall back but you know as time went on once we got bigger um and people want to see StockX, people like yo damn i'm in town you know what i'm saying somebody like a j cole or somebody mm-hmm. like oh i want to see stock x bet you know what i'm saying let me put this in the email let me document everything like right. oh, i got mm-hmm. this person coming in so it was a 360 change from when i when i first started to what it is now yeah i i think uh i think i really think you changed that floor man i'm just thinking back on all that stuff because them them execs they they like they love us dog but mm-hmm. you know some of them don't really want to show it without you know right but man i'm telling you that floor is a whole different floor now just yeah. fashion wise yeah everybody everywhere everybody got rocket sneakers right now everybody everybody it's a cool everybody. floor man that's the coolest floor in the, on the, in the whole building yep but um what has a uh, when did you realize like all right like I'm out. I'm out here, like, and I, not out here like in a bad way, but just like, all right, like, I gotta make sure I don't lose my phone because you know I got <laughs> crazy contacts in here. I got, you know, what I'm saying, just like you, yeah, you you really mingling with you know a lot of famous people, mm-hmm. and you know, and they're really your friends. It ain't like you just like you know, right, like. Half of them need you to try to get shoes or something. So, like, when did you realize, like, all right, like, I got to move differently. I got to change the way I do stuff. Um, Man, I think it was probably maybe 20, maybe 2018, whereas we became a real company. We became a real business. Yeah. And us um, being the ones that helped create this company, we had to move and um, – at a different pace. So um, when we changed over leaf, when we got a little bigger and more reputable um, and those relationships came, uh, I had to move different. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I can't be posting everything, walking in these rooms when I'm with Dan or with Josh or anybody. Um, so I had to learn as I went. I, I think it started like 2018 where it's like, all these people are my friends, but I can't, 
be putting them on social media and everything. I can't be just sh- like sharing yeah. and all this, you know. So I think about late 2017, 2018, where I took it really, really serious. Yeah, because, I mean, if somebody say who's a face, like you, I feel like you are the face because everybody know you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that, man. So. I appreciate that for sure. But, um, nah, man, it's just. It's a lot of us that, you know, people know through um, for the company. You know, uh, we put Josh as our our face, our our former CEO. Um, he was the one that's <coughs> going into these um, these panels and you know uh, preaching the StockX gospel early on. But you know, me just being in that culture in that world, people know me from like really sneakers. But yeah, it's. Um, it's blessed. I'm I'm very humble to people know that. You know what I'm saying? People like know StockX through me, but that's that's a cool feeling. Yeah. Um, what's the first pair of shoes you got? Like when you like, all right, I'm on. I want these shoes for a very long time. <laughs> I can get them. Like I've been needing these. I need them. Boom. Uh man. What was the first pair? Um I actually bought them Air Max. Um, mm. 2011 Air Max, it was like 7,500, and I wanted them, knowing I can't w- ever wear them. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted them. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first pair. Like, yo, I want these. I kept them for like maybe six months. Tried them on, took pictures in them, and I sold them. I'm like, I can't do shit with these. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like we say, like it's stuff we want. Like, I, you know, I want a Lambo, mm. but. If I just hit the lottery for three hundred fifty million, do I still want that Lambo? Exactly. And it's well, you like might want it and get it, and then you realize like yeah, like the desire for these things is what make it. And then once you actually have it, you don't have that same passion exactly. or that desire for it anymore. You like okay, I got it. Now what? What do I do with it? Exactly. So yeah. that's, All right. that's like that with a lot of my <clears throat> shoes. Like mm-hmm. I buy shoes because I know. These are not easy to get. These are not easily accessible. You can't just get these walking in no store. You know what I'm saying? You can't just get these on sneakers app. Um, I buy and I buy them because I know everybody ain't gonna have them. Mm-hmm. So, but when I get them, I'm like, I don't want them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I give them to my brothers or I give them to my cousin or give them away to somebody. But um, yeah, that's crazy where the market is now. Because when we was in high school, you just stood in line normally. You know, <laughs> and what it I'm was saying? like a normal standing line. It yeah. was. Yeah. The, I remember the the most. It, the most intense it ever got was for them um, 13s. Them uh, Flint 13s, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember we went. <coughs> senior year. Because it was like four, four like four or five of us started at um, Champs at um, Somerset. Yeah. And then, All the Chaldeans was buying the, yeah. uh, they way in line. Yep. So then we ended up, shoot, we went everywhere. But I, I remember my, my dad, like, called me like an hour later, like, did you get them? I'm like. Hell no! They, I was like, I got up there and that the last twelve got sold. So he was like, you think if I go to Northland, I'm like, I'm talking to my dad crazy. Like <laughs> Northland, everybody already up there. What right. is you even talking about? So yeah. he was like, you know, he like, all right, whatever. But then some just told him to go up there. So then he like called me like, uh, where y'all at? I'm like, should we probably about to go to Northland just to try? Cause now we like. We don't know where to go. He like, I'm already here. Just meet me here. I already got your shoes. And I'm nervous for my dad. Like, man, don't walk around these. Mo- it's like, right. Oh, you know that. Like Northland, you might get your head knocked off for some Northland, shoes at that Eastland. time. Yeah. So you when don't he think it was the cool bird. No, it no, was. It was a, 
Yeah. <laughs> I was I, I was about to say from from my experience it was the cool grace. That was um Southfield Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was the and that was the first time it got released. That was the first yeah. time. Yeah. See, these was these, these was, was the Flints in second 05, time, I think. The second time yeah. that they was released. Yeah, yeah I remember. We was going to an open house that weekend that, that, that Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we called Eastland, Westland, Northland, Southland. We called Windsor, when, yeah, Oakland, oh, uh, Windsor, Summit, hey, Summit to, Place. I used to cross that border get to get shoes. And I that's what he, he was on. And it. what's crazy? I we ended up going to Pontiac, yeah, to Summit Place, to Summit where, Place, oh, and wow. that's where I got him. Yeah, my, my was that John? Was John working there or something? Nah, uh, my ex girl from Pontiac Northern was working there. Ironically, oh, okay. <laughs> who wasn't my girl yet? And became my girl next year. <laughs> Good crazy, Good crazy, <laughs> crazy. But but yeah, like just back in the day, like you just normally, and it was okay to stand in line. Yeah, like I feel like nowadays it's not okay to stand in line. Like, <laughs> but the lines be crazy. It, it started with the lines just getting too intense. Like, mm-hmm. and that's what everything like. At one point, we all stood in line at the club. Then it became like a status thing too. But at the same time, it's Detroit. It's cold as hell. Mentality. I don't want to stand in this. It's nothing but ego. Yeah, for sure. When you think about club wise, you think you gotta put weather in consideration. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, for sure. Then it it, it is status. It's like, well, I'm doing waiting in line. You know what I'm saying? All two girls, Mm -hmm. they going straight to the front. You know what I'm saying? They looking right at the security in their eye. Yeah. (laughs) So um, it's a lot of it is ego. Especially and then not with shoes. Like you want to have them first for sure. You know, which you know all that type of shit. But then you got to think about the people that camped out, the people that got chairs, Mm -hmm. people that pay people to camp out. I used to pay people to camp. Yeah. You know, I, I remember I used to grab my little sister and my mom, like, yo, let's go on this line real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I know the line ain't too long, mm-hmm. yo, I'm get, I'm grab two chairs, yeah. and then I'm um, and then I'm gonna pay some people just wait in line. I used to pay. The I line. know somebody used to. Uh, they used to get the most functionable, like fun, most functioning crackhead. <laughs> yeah, they knew. For sure. And you know, I, I, paid, I paid a few of them. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's how I used to get a lot of shoes at certain. Damn. Uh, that's crazy. Pay as you play. I used to pay employees. I used to pay, you know what I'm saying, everybody. I used to come in with breakfast. Like, yo, mm-hmm. if y'all get a return on this shoe, please let me know. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll come back up here and get it. Mm-hmm. So, me being a, a reseller right before StockX, it was, um, that's what I used to do. I used to go to store to store to store. Every store stood, like, stored in my phone. Like, yeah. yo, I'm pulling up. You got this size? Whatever size, I'm coming to get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you extra. So, when yeah. I used to get into contact with these employees they know i'm giving them some extra on side so if they see you call them, they, they already know it's yeah, they gonna save it they yeah. gonna save it before they even talk to me yeah that's smart so, that's smart so i became very credible in that space of getting access to get the shoes yeah and then i already had the access to get the celebrities and famous friends so i already had a little a little business going before mm-hmm. StockX. that's crazy man the shoe game is is a wild game now man mm-hmm. I think StockX kind of helped with that because it was like the stock market of shoes. Mm-hmm. And wasn't nobody yeah, thinking sure. about yeah, that yeah, yeah. before it dropped. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. You could get a pair of shoes probably a little cheaper. But now with StockX, if I try to buy some shoes from you, mm-hmm. don't look on StockX real yeah. quick. Yeah, See how yeah. much they going yeah, for sure. and be like, yes like, or no. Even if you don't shop on StockX, you're going to have a StockX app. Facts. Um, just to see what stuff Steel. you're going yeah, for. Yep. And I remember the first time that happened where I was oh, shit, this is the thing. I was in Vegas at a, at Nas' at a 12 a.m. store. 
And um, this was like 2017, you know what I'm saying, a year after we launched. And these kids was like, yo, let me see how much she's going for. I might sell them on, on StockX. And they pull up the app. And I'm, I'm shopping. Mm. And I'm like, wow, this yeah. is crazy. So that now, is crazy. That was like a, a game changer for me mm-hmm. being in Vegas and seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, oh, this was is kind crazy. Of like confirmation? Yeah. Or? I think it was confirmation. I remember even that same trip to Vegas, I was in the elevator and I had a StockX, like one of our original shirts. And so I'm like, oh, I just bought something from that uh, from that site. I'm like, oh, wow. And then I went mm-hmm. to the sneaker store, and they was people had the app, looking at the app, looking at shoes yeah. and trying to buy it and trying to resell. So that, I think that was confirmation. Like, oh, we really doing, doing something, something right yeah. now. Yeah. And also a thing now is if I walk in Foot Locker and I see they got the Jays on the little podium thing, <laughs> I'm going to ask, like, what all sizes y'all got? Yep. Because I'm going to just grab all of them. Yep. You know, because I already know they're going to sell exactly. for more. Exactly. Like, it's just a crazy time. I remember being at, uh, I took my mom to Mall of America for Mother's Day one year. And they had the playoff 12s in there. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was like a size 11. I wore like a 13. <laughs> and I was like, man, them coming back to Detroit. Because <laughs> I already know I could flip them. Yeah. Of course, I couldn't flip them for nothing crazy because StockX wasn't around. But yeah. now that StockX around, dog. Yeah. So, yeah, like even before StockX, man, I was... Any, I walk in any store, any mall, and be like, "What sizes you got? Give them all to me." If I know that shoe will sell, yeah. it didn't matter what size I was buying. Yeah, because you're going. Yeah, yeah putting them right in my, my right in my room, put them right in the trunk, and then flipping them. Like I put them on my little online site. I just have them in the trunk, pulling up to shop stores, everything, pulling up to the bistro. What would you look at uh, for like a reference as to how much you should sell them for before way like before stocking? Um, my go-to was um, Flight Club. I used to go to Flight Club, even though it was hella expensive, but Flight Club was the only thing around mm. that was, like, credible. Like, yeah. Flight Club. I mean, you had the Ebays, but Ebay was, like, so fluctuated. It was so many different ads and stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But Flight Club was that one site I used to go to, like, yo, all right, I'm going to sell it for this. And you couldn't even, you wouldn't even know if they was real from eBay. I feel like they are just turning that curve with, like, verification. I feel like um, eBay is a couple years behind. Yeah. Um, Whoever was running there, like, their sneaker department, I don't think they took it as serious when we came about because eBay was the number one big dog in sneakers. It was eBay and Flight Club. So once we came in with the authentication piece, they kind of fell back. Yeah. And that's where they... If they would have, I feel as me personally, I feel as if they would have came right then with authentication, they still would have been number one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they was everybody was right. going to eBay, yeah. but since they fell back for so many years and let StockX and the Goats and all these other platforms um, bypass them, mm-hmm. now they trying to do the authentication now and they trying to do what we did a few years ago, which is, um, you know, I just feel like they're a little behind now. Yeah, you uh. For some reason, Big Shan eating good video just popped in my mind. <laughs> do you, do you, That's what me and my man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you wear? Do you still wear like Kohans, Prada, Pradas? <laughs> hey, it's some good Kohans out here, dog. Like, but I haven't worn Kohans since that. Um, since that, uh, I remember that. <laughs> Would you wear Kohans? Like, do you discriminate against shoes, or do you? No, I don't discriminate. I mean, I feel as I don't go off people judgment or like, oh, those not in this style yeah. no more. Like, no, nah, if it, if, if you like the shoe, like, like you them. gonna grab it. Okay. So if it is, if it is a pair of Kohans, 
that's dope. I get him. You right. know what I'm saying? But I'm not the person like, oh my God, what is he doing? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay. In this space I'm in right now, me personally, I can wear a lot of things to get away with it. That's I think that's how, how it is, is right now. I think shit has evolved to yeah. that right now. Like, mm-hmm. but it's like <clears throat> it's up to you to make it work. Yeah. Like everybody can't make a certain pair of cohons work. But if you make it work, yeah, you make it work. And that's with anything. Like mm-hmm. I see it's not so like Name brand, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you you know, you see that too. But like a lot of shit, people just find like I be finding a lot of shit just the pop up sponsored ads, yep. and I be like, shit, that shit look good. And then people be hit, oh shit, where you get that? What's that? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. I really don't even know. I wouldn't even know how to tell you to get back to it. I had to search my email to find it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But it's just about how you make something work for you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I think, I think it's about, like you said, I think it's about who you are and how you present yourself and, you know what I'm saying, how you rock your mm-hmm. shit. So with me, it's like, if it's some koans that look cool, I'm rocking them. But when I post it or be out in public, people are like, yo, what, what is those? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. people that have, like, um, customized shoes, um, I, I, I support everybody. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, from my friends over at Octane, from um, Eric High, mm-hmm. like they have like they have the the classic silhouette of a Jordan One or a Air Force One. Right. They put their own spin yeah. on. They put their own. I support it. Yeah. Man. Um, and when I post it, people are like, damn, I need those. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I support. I, I'm not with the trends of yeah. like, oh, just everybody wear rocking these mm-hmm. Jordan Ones. I'm yeah. rocking Jordan Ones. Like I'm the person that want to do something else where mm-hmm. some shit you can't get can't afford or right. just don't have access to or yeah. some rare shit you never seen. So I I wear really any shoe if I like it. Mm-hmm. And I like the revamp of the Crocs. The Crocs are comfortable to me. Like in the mm-hmm. summer, I'm in Crocs all, mm-hmm. you know, nine times out of ten. But they revamped them. Yeah, for sure. And them boys look hard, but and they sold out quick. You know had two pairs sent to me, man. I ain't worn them yet. <laughs> 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 I ain't worn them yet, but don't they hard. My, my boy did those. So yeah, I'm a rock them. Yeah, so you, I mean, you get a. I'm sure you get a lot of shoes sent to you. Yeah, um, a lot of my friends um are with these brands are with Nike, with Jordan brand, Adidas, New Balance. Um, a lot of them are designers. A lot of them are um, customizers. A lot of them just have that major influence with these brands to be like, yo, Dale need need this pair. You know what I'm saying? So I've been blessed enough to have those type of friends in my circle for them to send me some free shit. Yeah. I think uh, some of the brands that I feel like are coming back, I feel like Converse is coming back. Mm-hmm. Converse, for sure. Like, people kind of sli- sleeping on it, but they coming back you for see, sure. You see, um, I was looking at Draymond um, P.E.'s he wore yesterday for Christmas. Those was hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, y'all need those. I text them, I need them. Yeah. <laughs> Send them. And I, it's like they did a revamp. Yeah. They starting to sign athletes. Yeah. And, you know, they kind of – Got they kind of were behind on the athlete piece because mm-hmm. you know these you know Nike been, and Adidas and they've been signing athletes for years but you know I think when Steph signed with Under Armour yeah. and they I was know. like Under I think Armour it changed the game I think mm-hmm. with, yeah. I think it started with maybe Dwayne Wade when he signed with, with Ling Ling or something after he left Jordan he signed with Converse originally right Converse Jordan Brand then Ling Ling yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right but. Um, I think he was one of the first ones, like as a major superstar, to like mm-hmm. go over to an overseas brand. Yeah, um, it was a lot of people like the Shane Battiers had peak and um, 
um, Clay Thompson's with Peak. It, um, but I think Dwayne Wade was the first one, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I mean, not of course Shaq. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's not forget Shaq. Yeah. He left Reebok to do his own thing with Walmart. That was incredible. But yeah. I think um, with today's world, it's cool to go outside that rim, go get your bag over there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and create your own lane, like um, like Big Baller Brand. I, I like what they did. I like that. I like the idea what they did. They didn't execute it, but it was a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. You had all your brothers and your dad yeah. a part of one brand. You know what I'm saying? I know they made millions off that. Yeah. And uh, it just put the idea out there that it can be done. Course, it so can kind be of, done. Yeah, like yeah. even Like a lot of times the first person to do it won't be the most successful yeah. person. Like you think about the first person that dropped a a straight digital album. I can mm-hmm. remember like Joe Budden did it once, Currency did it. Niggas mm-hmm. was like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And then like the um, way that, yeah. that's the world that I we think, live in. Like I think music. what Levar did was so unique, and he started something that he don't even know he what he yeah, started. Yeah. And it probably wasn't a successful shoot, but the the, the idea. whole idea mm-hmm. was incredible. You know what I'm and then for them to be black and for like yeah. people coming up to see that and the, the black fathers to see that that they can really support of you know because a lot of times you as men we support our own or like you kind of get looked at like you being too hard on your child because you it's a tough world you want your child, child to be able to grow mm-hmm. up and be strong and whatever and sometimes we are looked at like are we being too hard on our kids which sometimes it is that yep but at the same time, it's like it's for a reason. So eventually, when you can um, make that manifest into something greater than just that, and you see it, and you see like the things that people were saying about him, until all these things start coming into play, and everybody's like, kind of sometimes, you know, he still talk shit because he do a lot of goofy, you know, crazy <laughs> stuff. But right. it's like you see it, and you like, okay, well, I understand now why he was doing that. Yep. Like in hindsight, it's always gonna be twenty twenty. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah. so that was that, and like. So I can kind of do this yeah. now, you know, and, and, and that's going to usher in a lot of um, just a lot lot more successful um, parent-son combos, parent-daughter, you know, you know, father-son, mother-daughter, father-daughter, whatever. Yeah. And um, you see a lot of that, too, with how they're kind of changing um, as far as the college athletes, what mm-hmm. they can do. Yep. And, you know. Even like, high school. Yeah. You got, yeah. You got these parents being like Actually, agents. yeah. Yeah. Like my – um, my god sister, her son, he's in um, Toledo, mm-hmm. and I'm like, he's like Adidas, like they messing yeah. with him heavy, you know. He's like one of the top um, freshmen in the nation. So, so yeah. yeah, with those NIL deals, like they could start middle school, yeah, high school with these brands crazy. going after these top prospects. Crazy. Um, I wish it was like that when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Be out <laughs> for sure. It's it was a good transition. You talk about uh, us like black people, mm-hmm. but we're starting to be in those rooms and uh, Poma. I never, oh, bro. Yeah. I never I thought in a million yeah. years I would wear a Poma, yeah. bro. Because yeah. yeah. when we was coming up, going to Somerset, <laughs> <laughs> going to Somerset, the Puma store was catered to, not to us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Not at all. And now you walk in there, it's like. Mm-hmm us yeah. you know what i'm saying so that was a transition too like i feel like they're leaning more on us for designer and yeah. fashion that's why they went with hove to be you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, the face of that the yeah. face of basketball so right after hove sign you got all these big names signing you got the mellows you got the 
Um, I can't think of no other names. You got the J. Coles, the Rihanna's. Yeah. Um, coming with their own um, uh, sneaker deals and stuff. So. Um, any Virgil Blog story? You um, meet ever meet him? Yeah, I met him once. I met him um, at a Chicago uh, conference time. Um, we was just walking through, me and Josh. Me and Josh Luber was walking through, and um, somebody, my friend Don, introduced me to him. It was real quick. It See? Was, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of it. Like, he threw that in there. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, he introduced me to him. It was quick. It was, uh, he was very, very cool, man, down to earth. We spoke for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was a fan of StockX. But, yeah. I just want to let the listeners know, Dale does not like telling these uh, celebrity stories, man. But <laughs> I know you're real humble about it. But I just, it just, we were talking about like black designers and stuff, and it just made me think of Virgil. You know what he did with Louis Vuitton, but that was incredible, by the way. Man, like, people don't yeah. understand. Uh, I don't think people like really understand to like five, ten years from now what he mm-hmm. did and what he accomplished in a short time. He was awesome, like Martin Luther King shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sure. For real. Like just with like right after his death, like that tribute, you know what I'm saying? He put that together himself. Yeah. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like that big statue. He knew he, he knew, knew his time was yeah. he knew his time. So just have just having that type of mindset yeah, yeah. and like and still be able to execute mm-hmm. is unbelievable. And all the shoes and all the deals he did with the off whites with Nike, Jordan everything yeah um travel let's talk about travel you Mm. travel a lot traveling man travel is my middle name now you know it's we live in a culture where it's frowned upon if you don't travel Mm -hmm. but if you travel too much you you might be like man i'm tired of this dog like do you ever get tired of it Uh, eventually i will I'm, i'm not really tired of it now but when I'm traveling for work, sometimes it may take away from my social like or my family. Like it was times I was going through stuff with my family and I had to be in Vegas or I had to be in LA for work. Um, so sometimes it can interfere with like personal mm-hmm. um, shit. But I haven't, I, I love seeing different cultures, different, you know what I'm saying? How people move and um, different climates. I enjoy traveling. Even if it's personal or business, I, I love it. I think eventually, as I when I get older, I think I'll be like, All right, I'm, I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? When I get some kids or get a girl, mm-hmm. I'll be over it. Um, and it was some, it was some. Oh, what's the furthest shoes have taken you, like country wise? The furthest shoes, like me going to buy some shoes, or, or just uh, you know, a Ooh. sneaker con, or just um, something out the country. Probably London, London. London. Um, I got a lot of ties with London. Uh, we opened up a, a office out there, but I have so many friends out there that's in that sneaker space, and they be having sneaker events and sneaker cons and stuff out there. So, um, I went out there a couple times for for sneaker events only. So London. It's a, a st- it's a store out there, or just a. It's um, we have like a drop X. I mean, like a drop off store uh-huh. and a, and an authentication location. So the drop off is like. Say, for instance, you're a seller and you just sold some shoes. You don't want to do nothing with the shipping. You could just go drop it off. As long as your order number is in the oh, box, wow. you're good. Yeah. yeah. So we got it in a few spaces around the world. Um, any, I feel like StockX could get a store, like a walk-in store, and it would go crazy. I think so, too, man. But it would take, I think, in my opinion, I think it would take away the dynamics of online. Um, 
I mean, we, we had talks early on because that was one thing I wanted to do is have a store. But um, it'll take away the dynamics of shopping online. So we don't want no, no brick and mortar. I feel like we just keep it online. Keep it. Any of your uh, dreams or aspirations you put aside for what for uh, you know what you're doing? Because you didn't know the roller coaster ride you was gonna get on when Dan called you and said we want you on board. So of course it's a good ride, yeah. but of course we all have dreams and aspirations that we want to accomplish. Um, are though did you put those? aside and have you accomplished any i'm actually living my dream right now actually, mm. to be honest you know um being in this world being having this type of career um who would have thought you have a career with sneakers yeah Something like our early passion our early obsession um you getting paid to do something you love i think that is the ultimate dream um I can wake up and I've, I've never in six years we've been rolling six and a half years now. I can't remember a day I woke up like, damn, I don't want to go to I don't want to go to work or I don't want to do this. So um, right now I'm living my dream, um, working with the, working with the company. To living your dream. To living your dream. Cheers, brothers. Cheers. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you haven't got into golf or done, man. Yeah, my whole family golf. I'm the only one that don't. Man. I know I it's, golf with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they always tell me, my brothers, my all my cousins, you golf with. Um, uh, man, my whole family. Um, I think golf takes a lot of patience, and right now I ain't got the patience. Right now, that's I fair. I think um, once I retire and like settle down, I think golfing is. <clears throat> on my to-do list but with me i'm so competitive i'm going to get a trainer i'm going to get somebody to like yeah that's what I, I do want to put some time because my dad was a really good golfer yeah and um when tiger woods first became a thing like but you know we was in elementary school my dad Fifth was great like, oh, yeah great. yeah my dad was putting me in all the little golf camps and shit. i'm like bro get the fuck out of here i'm just <laughs> like, can y'all buy me a basketball room and they was like nah do that shit i'm like god like so I just kind of was like, nah, whatever. But my dad was like real good at most sports. Like, except mm-hmm. he wasn't good at basketball, that's for sure. But he was like, he could play baseball. He was um real good at bowling, like all them type of like the bowling, shooting pool, mm-hmm. um, and golf for sure. Like he every day, like golfing. Like my dad was retired. Probably like by the time I was born, my dad was retired. So like my Same. mom was going to work. Same. My dad would go drop me off at my grandma's house, like he, as if he had a job, because he was going to go <laughs> golf every single day. Same. Yeah. And then it's shooting pool, but I learned how to shoot pool from him. But I would have loved to have like been able to go out and golf with him and shit. But so I do want to learn. I know I can probably do it. Yeah. But I want to have like a trainer, like so. Then like one day I'm like Reggie, like let's go. Fuck yeah, it. for sure. I, tr- I, th- I think I, I tried it a couple times, and I'm like I got frustrated. I'm like yeah. Oh. I'm ass at this. Uh, <laughs> with me, I'll be paying a trainer mm-hmm. to teach me for sure. Yeah. You mentioned retire. Um, do you ever think about that? <laughs> um, man, because you on the go, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, nonstop. Um, I don't see myself retiring no time soon. I don't care how much money I got in the bank. I just I love what I do, um, and I don't see myself just sitting at home, just like. 
You know what I'm saying? Not being part of the culture. It probably feel like retirement now because you're just doing what, what he loves. You love. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know you still yeah, are yeah. obligated to. It ain't yeah. like you could. You can't take a day off just because you want to take. You know. Yeah, like yeah. Can't. I mean, it feels like um, it's not like a job. It's mm-hmm. just more like I'm just living right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, me being in these meetings and doing this and going to meet this person, go build this relationship, go send this off, go monitor this, go oversee this, and these like it's what I do on an everyday basis is like it's it's a dream, man. So I don't see myself retiring no time soon, no matter which which way the company shift or anything. So outside of uh what's what's something that a hobby that you like outside of like the shoe the shoe game? That people might not know, because I feel like you are opposite of what a lot of people see. Like, if you put twenty dudes in his situation, they'll be flaunting all what on kind Instagram. Of was just talking about that? All you know, uh, he know he's real more so humble and just yeah. like behind the scenes and. You know That's how I like to be, man. I don't, yeah. like, I don't like cameras. I don't like. Yeah, we, uh, I like to be behind the camera. It's funny you say that because who I see you with sometimes, you know. I mean, but not like. Yeah. He, you know, but he's the camera guy for sure. Like that. we <laughs> all know, you know. And I see, like, I be just scrolling on Linnaeus and yeah. you know. But that's different. Obviously, yeah. it's not like. Mm-hmm. That's like a friendly thing where instead of like you like. Hey y'all, yeah. I'm here. You know, you're not that type of guy. Yeah. No, and we were kind of talking about that when we seen you the other day. Like, you know, like I was just saying, like how you are really like a chill, like humble, big smile though. Like, man, no, I ain't. You know, like that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like cool because it's good to see that when you know somebody is doing a lot, mm-hmm. and they don't have to say, "Oh, I'm doing a lot." You just mm-hmm. acknowledge it. Like I, I see you. You know, we all know that you are, and you know. Congratulations, but you're not like, hey, y'all, guess what I'm doing? You know, you don't have to do that because right. the work speaks for itself. Exactly. You know? I was all, and that's one of the earlier things um, what Dan taught me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to be um, flamboyant or showing off and posting this, doing that. Yeah. You know, like early on, I used to post a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to post everything. Like, <laughs> videos, buy juice, buy everything. <laughs> and, you know, when I, I remember he stopped me one time. I'm, I think it was like the second time I'm on his, I'm on his jet, and I, I'm like, I got the picture up, I got my phone up. He like, Dad, what you doing? I'm like, I'm <laughs> taking a picture. What's up? And I think his assistant pulled me just like, oh, you don't want to do that. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my, my followers got to see this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like, he pulled me to the side after we landed, and he was like, yo, we just, you know, you got to move a little different, blah blah blah. That was one of the early conversations on moving different, but. um like my friend Lenny, like we'd be somewhere and everybody's taking pictures. I'm the one that I want to stand back here. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm chilling. I like being in the cut. I don't like cameras. Lenny remind you remind me of Lenny though, because Lenny could I mean, Lenny is cool with Hove, like, but he, you wouldn't like you gotta know him to know what you know. What exactly. I'm That's why me and Lenny connect like that. That's why our bond is like yeah. that. Like Prime, cameras yeah. like identical yeah. on how we think. He seemed like old. a real, like, humble mm-hmm. dude. Because, like, basically, like, okay, so, like, me and Reggie are very aware of who he is, right? Mm-hmm. So, me and Reggie talk about it a lot, but, like, I'll see something he posts, and he, like, bigging you up so much yeah. that you wouldn't even know, by, like, that this is really yeah. Lenny yeah. S, like, the <laughs> Lenny S, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. But that's but what keep a lot of people, um, 
will continue to make y'all prosper because you have that sense of reality. You stay grounded in um, that positive mm-hmm. uh, aura, you know, that continues to bring blessings your way yeah. and, and whatnot. So we see that with him. Obviously, you, even Chris. like Chris, Chris Smokes, yeah. just being there, you know, he's always been super, you know, humble guy. Yeah. And that and that's good. It's just good to see stuff. I like to I like to surround myself with people like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying sure. like successful people, but at the same time, not flamboyant, mm-hmm. not doing this, not in a public eye, posting it, doing right, this, doing yeah. that in those certain rooms, rubbing shoulders with those like the hoes, exactly. You know what I'm yeah, um, the Nazis of the world. So yeah, like I, I big up my brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like with Vito, Vito's is always in rooms with people you would never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the coolest, and that's how. I admire that about yeah. all of my friends, yeah. and I like to um, reenact that. Like, I don't need to be. It's been times I was in rooms with Rihanna, and I, I wanted to take a picture with her, but it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I'm in the cut, but a lot of times um, it's been it's been um, a journey where a lot of people I, I grew up watching and idolizing. Um, do a 360 and they need something from me mm-hmm. and that's been incredible like that feeling like your favorite rappers your favorite mm-hmm. entertainers your favorite actors you know what i'm saying like like one of my favorite rappers is fab like fab is one of my favorites this nigga hits me up every other day <laughs> Not, he don't need nothing yeah, he, don't, yeah. he just he just be want to talk yeah and I, I respect that and like yeah it's, it's, it's just an incredible feeling man so I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like name dropping, but, but that was one of my. I favorites. know you so. don't. And, and <laughs> my question is a you might have to name drop, but I, you know, it's just talking about like growing it with, within what you're doing. But is there that person where you did fan out for a little bit, but you like, but you were, you know, in the beginning of the game? I know now you probably won't, but like back then, like something you probably like, man, I probably fanned out just a little bit, but. Like you felt like you fanned out. You might not have, but you just like, man, I probably fanned out. Um, not yet. I think when I when I really sit with Michael Jordan, I would fan out. I think gotcha. so. Um, I thought I would when I met Hove a few times, and I was chill. You know what I'm saying? But I think inside, I was like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Me, I'm I'm in that room a lot, yeah. and I see him a lot. So, you know, when I see Beyonce, I see all these. I'll be like, damn, but I'll be I, chilling. Yeah. But I think I haven't fanned out yet with nobody. I think it would be Michael Jordan or, you know. Yeah. It might not even be a fan. I might just be like, if only people. It's like you hear your peers talk about these people so much. So much. Especially yeah. women. Oh, my God, Beyonce, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then you just in the room with her. And you just like, if only these people knew. Yeah, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Man, listen, I'm sitting in a movie premiere next to Hove and B, and people would have went crazy. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. Just, yeah. It didn't even say a word to it, like yeah. they even mm. exist. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe Michael Jordan, man. I don't know. But I haven't fan fanboyed over nobody. I was gonna say three people that you haven't met that you want to meet, and I know Michael Jordan is Michael, one. Michael Jordan, and it's not like. I want somebody to be like, yo, this deal. All right, bye. You know, I want to sit with Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Michael is one of them, Obama, and maybe Pharrell. Mm. Pharrell. 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 Good. Pharrell is like. I met um, Pharrell one time. Like, you would have thought he, the way he acted, like, you would have thought I was the, like, he's like, oh, man. You know, like. Yeah. 
like shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen him in past. He yeah. came to our like um our complex kind of um, uh, activation. Mm -hmm. But like when I meet people, I want to I want to sit. So you want to yeah. You want to slight I, I actually. Wanna, I want a conversation. Interact with. Yeah. Them. Um. So I think it's Pharrell, Obama, and Michael Jordan. Those three people I need to I need to have a sit down with like a conversation. I met Warren Buffett. Mm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to meet Elon. I want to talk shit. Nah, that yeah, electric that is the wave, man. Yeah. I, I definitely want to meet him for sure. Electric is the wave. Um, I want to meet Elon too. Yeah. Shoot, I was I was excited to meet uh, Jack Dorsey, the CEO mm, of Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I was excited. I, I said took shots with him. He's really cool. Mm. Um, I remember Warren Buffett came downtown, yeah. mm -hmm. and uh, he was with us, and. Dan sat with him and you know everybody in the company watched but it was a lot of people like who is it like who is this blah 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 yeah. like I'm like bro <laughs> what <laughs> we're, we're rocky but living right. up yeah. yeah so I would love to like the Elons of the world man um, it's another one Mark Zuckerberg I want to pick his brain mm -hmm. I don't want no picture or nothing I just want to pick his brain just talk yeah um New York or LA? Right now? Yeah. If I'm you have if, right if now, you got a call York. like, yeah, we need you to move to one of these locations right now. Today. So the only reason I'm saying New York right now because LA is crazy right now. Oh yeah. Oh uh, LA, wow. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. LA is I, a zoo. I right got now. you. Yeah. <laughs> you but, you but. you was caught up in uh in, in that. Yeah, I yeah, was. Yeah, I was I, caught up in that for sure. Yeah, I'm glad but, um, I'm glad you uh you know, yeah, you straight. Yeah. So, um, yeah, L.A. right now, L.A. was my favorite, but it's, it's my least favorite right now. But it, once things like settle down in L.A., I'll, L.A. would be number back to number one. But right now, I don't, I don't see myself ever living living in New York. I don't see myself living uh working. I mean, traveling on tra like public transit. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Subways, trains, any of that. I don't like it. I feel like the people rude in New York also. People are rude. Yeah. It's too many people. Mm. They rude. I'm not a fan of New York. I like visiting. I yeah. got a lot of people. A lot of my friends, close friends, my brothers are from New York. But I just don't see myself living. I could always visit. But, um, yeah, once L.A. calmed down, I'm, I'm back in L.A. I remember you was in Phoenix for a minute. Yeah, I lived in Phoenix Maybe a year and a half. I, I love it. Phoenix, dog. It's, it's not. It's, Come on, it's perfect, dog. Come like, on, I gotta get out there. It ain't. It's not perfect in August. It's too hot. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the vibe. Yeah, like, the vibes is good. You know, L.A. You got. It's like L.A. Like, you know, but like Phoenix is like. Yeah, I, I love AZ. I would. I would definitely own a, um, some land out there, some property for sure. Yeah. But it's just in the summertime. It's just too fucking high. It's like 119 degrees. Yeah, it but is. But it's not crazy. like 119 like Detroit weather. It's like real dry. Mm. You can't even breathe. Mm. So, you uh, any uh, Miami? I feel like you was in my. I, I was in Miami the other day. You had a nice run in Miami. I, I remember a few stories. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, uh, Miami. <laughs> I got some stories in Miami. Yeah. I love that city. Um, I was just looking at property the other day. Um, I was I'm, I might want to because I'm trying to get into real real estate, like mm -hmm. uh, Airbnb investment mm -hmm. properties. Um, so I was looking at um, a couple properties last week in Miami, actually. So I got a lot of love for Miami. You still <coughs> you still ain't been right? Mm. You ain't never been where? Miami. <coughs> I I'm supposed to go on a golf trip with uh with your cousins actually in February. 
Oh yeah, they there. all going. Yeah, they go every February. So be a good that'll be my month. first time. Yeah. But I never been. Oh. <laughs> We were supposed to go with we, we were supposed <laughs> to go Jeremy. with Jeremy, yeah. 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 But uh, that was gonna be my first time. And, wow, uh, I had a penthouse, everything. But your first time, you might lose it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be all good though. Miami is a vibe. Fort Lauderdale is a vibe. Even West Palm Beach, but it's all about the people. West Palm Beach. It's all about the people you with though. You know yeah, for sure. It's about access. Cause Miami. I yeah, I've been to. Um, just different girl. You feel you could feel it. The difference, like depending on who you with, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, yeah, definitely. And being able to get in certified. <laughs> yeah. My only thing, dog, I can't stand in the club no more. No, nigga, it's, it's not happening. But <laughs> I can't pay five grand or ten grand for it. So you're in the middle. So you're in the middle. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so in, when you're in Miami or Vegas. You gotta have a section. Got to. Miami I learned Vegas, that the hard way. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> Miami <laughs> and Vegas is the two cities you have to have a section. Like it's not. It's no fun no more because you you see all the girls. They all in section. They in somebody's section. Yeah. They're not about the way at the bar with you. Right. You know. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Me. We was in Vegas. Me, Trav, and JD, and uh, me and JD. Like you know, let's get a yeah. book. Trav, like, nah, I'm just cool in the night. And uh, <laughs> we went to Dre's and Trey. Oh my God! And Trey Songs was there. Come on, every girl is in the in the world is there. <laughs> so afterwards, Travis was like, "Hey, I see what y'all mean, dog. Yeah, next yeah. next time we go, we gotta." So you the know. thing is, that's why I said it depends on who you with. Yeah, you gotta have access. Gotta be able to not cheat people, but you gotta be like. You gotta be with some people that are just willing to buy it. Like they understand, they yeah, understand yeah. where they at. They understand yeah. where you at. And let's 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 be clear. Like Travis, it was a thing of he didn't understand where we was. Right. Yeah. He had the money, but yeah. you well, know, we, he's just that was for the people, not, yeah. not for oh, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People know Travis. I was just like telling that story yeah. for yeah. Right, right, he right. ain't under, he ain't get it, but I mean, I think everybody had that type of story. Like years, you all living. You know, we went to Miami in 2011. And we ain't had no money. You know what I'm saying? 2010. We had money in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> we were so broke in 2010. 2010, we all, me and the homies, we go to Miami. We broke. Between five of us, we probably had $500 in Miami. Yeah. So, Memorial weekend. <laughs> Memorial take weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have no money. We all stayed in one room. And, you know, uh, we ain't had no sections. We ain't had no, we was going to like wet willies. Yeah, so I did Call that in 2009 for sure. Like, like we weren't trying to pay yeah. to cut no line. We weren't yeah, trying to pay to get in. We'll you wait. know, it's a hundred. My humble self, we go, we go wait now. Like, you know what I'm saying at twenty dollars, we just, we just calling the cabs, girls to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 2010 oh, was a shit. real humbling year. We was broke, but um, and next year, yeah, 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 but. But at the same time, as I get older, it's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And I say that because it's like, all right, we go to live on a Sunday, booth five, six thousand dollars, right? You get like four bottles, yeah. a small section that you gotta share with somebody. It just I don't think it's worth it. 
Yeah. Luckily, I just know people and just go with them and just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just you know know the owner or know the promoters at whatever club it is. But I don't think it's worth it. But at the same time, I'm not cheap at all. Well, I, I buy a bottle. I'm not buying no ten thousand dollar bottle. Right. I'm not doing it. I don't give a fuck how much money I got in my my account. I'm not doing it. I feel you. Not by myself. The five or <laughs> the five to seven times I go to the club is I'm out of town. Yeah. Yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? I don't even party here in Detroit. This is my safe, safe place. I'm, a, I'm on my couch. Yeah. I love it here. What's some things you do on your pastime? I like to read. I like to work out. What you reading? Right now, I just got the Will Smith book. Okay. I just got that a week ago. From Will? It's like, no. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> got it from Will off. <laughs> uh, I just started that. Um, I, crazy as it sound, I just started the Phil Knight book as well. Mm. I just started that. I, had it. I got it as a gift a few weeks ago. Um, I like to read. I like to work out. I got, like, I got a nice Peloton. I like to get back in shape because I'm not playing basketball every week like I used to. Yeah. So I have to stay in shape because if I don't, I'm going to get fat. So I like to stay on the Peloton. When it's warm outside, I like to go outside and jog and do a little exercise. Um, in my downtime, I like to travel, as you see. like I, I got to put you on my close friends. Like, yeah. I travel. I travel. <laughs> 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 I travel. And I enjoy it, man. It's just like traveling. Like I'll be like, I'll be just sitting here, boy. I leave in a few hours, so I'll be like, All right. "Man, I want to go. I want to go to Vegas. Yeah. Go eat. Mm. I just want to go to Vegas. Catch. I love Delilah's uh, Vegas. I want to go there tonight. I look at my schedule, what meetings I have, what Zooms I have, what I have to do on my projects. I got five hours in between. Oh, I'm flying. I'm out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm work, I'm fully remote. <clears throat> Long as I got Wi-Fi on my laptop, I'm good. I can mm. work wherever. Talk about uh, I, I'm backtracking a little bit because um, talk about how you you used to sell shoes, but like when you be when you start working for StockX, mm. you I don't want to say you stop answering. Like I feel like people know now. Like don't come at me asking for no shoes if you're not trying to <laughs> pay the tax. It wasn't about even paying the tax. It was more like I didn't have the time. And a lot of people didn't understand that. A lot of people a didn't lot understand. Of people, even people today. Because I, I, I've argued. I don't, wanna, I don't even want to say argue, but I've went back and forth with people because they like, oh, he too busy now. Oh, I can't hit him up no more. Like, yeah. this nigga shit I, different. I, I've, yeah. I've, I've learned. I mean, He's not I still, different. Shit different. <laughs> yeah, shit is different. Um, I just don't have time to go to those stores or people. I think people automatically when they think of StockX, they think that we have the shoes in, in inventory. Right. And that, yeah. We don't own no, no shoes. shoes. Just, yeah. um, everything is coming from a seller. We just authenticate. We just a middleman. But um, what people fail to realize, I don't have time to go to these stores no more. I can't. Nor and, do you need to. Nor so do I need to. A lot of to. that was done out of necessity. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, granted, I do get some free shoes sent to me, but they're going to send me up my size. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I take care of my like my circle, my like my family. Like, but other than that, I can't just be like, oh, let me go get a size twelve, cool gray, and a thirteen for you, and eleven for your brother. Like, I can't do that no right. more. And I'm like, yo, 
I sent people to the, the StockX link and people were like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just don't have time to do it. And I was like, yo, I don't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It was a crazy transition though because you were that guy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And like any you know. release, any every Saturday, I was the one getting 100 pairs of shoes every week. Mm. And people oh. just didn't want to accept that and he wasn't doing that. And I wasn't, I, it was a crazy transition. And people still, to this day, still hit me like, yo. Yeah. I've had two issues with StockX. And the first time I was like, let me, and I was like, so as soon as I said, let me hit up. And I was like, nah. No, I always encourage people, like my friends, like you're my friend. So like, if you have but an issue. But it could have been handled. I didn't need, I could have hit you. Yeah. Without even, I was just like, nah. Let me just go through the customer support. <laughs> it, it ain't nothing crazy, you know. Yeah. You know, black people want to just go straight, straight to, to yeah. who they know. Yeah. Of course. yeah, and I was like, nah. Let me not do that. Let me just try. Now, if this doesn't work, yeah, then I'll ahead. call you. So I always encourage like my close circle, my friends. If y'all have an issue with StockX, like say for instance, something got canceled, or it's something, it's a hold up, or something that you ordered off the site, yes, hit me up. Because mm-hmm. I would be able to get right to that source of yeah. who actually have the shoe, but other than that, don't I don't I don't want people <laughs> asking for shoes. Like right. I don't I don't need it. And then we live in a society where if you help me out, yeah. not me in person, but just somebody with a pair of shoes, they gonna go tell mm-hmm. Tom Dick yeah, and Harry. So then now you they gonna tell their circle, like oh um, I, you know, it's three degrees, yeah, yeah. and they trying to get and, oh yeah. And well. the thing is, people will be like, oh I know one of the founders of StockX and blah blah. blah and, they automatic. Some people don't think it's not common sense. Some people already automatically think, like, "Oh, I can get some shoes from them. Yeah. I could get a discount code mm-hmm. or something like that." No, I've shut down all that shit. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't do right. it no more. You know what I'm saying? Um, early on, I used to tell the homies, "Come up, yo, use my discount code. Use mm-hmm. this." And then I used to get like crucified for it. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah. yo, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the stuff people don't know too, the yeah. behind the scenes stuff. The like, shit I gotta get, you know what I'm saying? They just see about, cool ass deal. Yeah, like they don't know. see the emails where <laughs> you getting cussed out yeah. behind closed not cussed out, but yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Corporate like, cuss out. Yeah. You know? So it's like I don't want to deal with that. So I don't deal with don't ask me for no discount codes. Mm-hmm. I I've had my issues with that, giving it out to even celebrity friends. Yeah. I had issues with like my my young minded self, like yo, let me get Devin Booker these, these discount codes. He buying his shoes. Corporate people, they like, yeah, what are you doing? Why you ain't get approval for this? Mm-hmm. Why why are you giving him all this blah blah blah? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I stepped back, fell back, like, no, nah, I'm not doing none of that. Yeah. And then you got to reach out to the person, like, yo, you got to chill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know Because how did, how did that look? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So I fall back from people asking me for shoes. I fall all the way back, That's and it, and I don't want people to think that oh he's too Hollywood or he's too busy. I just I, I don't do it no more, and some people don't understand that. Pe- people gonna think what they think, but as long as you you know the real people mm-hmm. understand, yeah, it, you know what I'm saying. The but people that only yeah. know you like, but it, it be the people who don't know you, or they know you but they don't know you enough to like be. Yeah, in intimate settings with you or anything, because I I see that a lot. Like people will see like I might be with somebody, and it's not. I'm not even talking about anybody like that's even remotely like famous. Or anything. I'm just like somebody you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So now they moved and they're doing something good, and but you only see them on social media. So like, oh, was they acting funny? You're like, no, they weren't acting funny. It's the same person they've been since whatever. But you only see you see success on social media. So yeah. 
and you see them being successful. So that success means, oh, they acting funny yeah. or, you know, whatever. No, I was like, no, I, they the same person. I get that a lot. Yeah, I, I bet you do. Vito, I get it. Vito, he be, he be. Vito be acting funny for sure. Sorry, <laughs> no, Vito, Vito is my soul. Vito be, be, he talk for me sometimes in those rooms where somebody might be like, oh, they're doing this now, blah, blah, blah. And it's not like that, but mm-hmm. Vito sometimes has to be the voice because he's in those rooms. Mm-hmm. You know but, but you need that. Yeah. You need that. You think you're just about to keep hitting up field night, right? Exactly. Or yeah. And then really, it's just a lot of projecting. This is how some people would act if they were in that position. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now they assume because they want to be like, oh, I wish I could be there so I could act. I could act real bad, like shit, yeah. you know. But no, that don't. That's not everybody' mentality. So, but you still are gonna see. They gonna see you like that because shit. I know if I was in that motherfucking position, I wouldn't be talking about none of y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, for sure. that ain't it. And then you got to think like somebody like Dale, he know these people through all these different doors, right? Yeah. You see him from middle school. You might not have known Dale after middle school. You got high school. You got college. You got all this extra shit. And now all of a sudden you want something from him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, dog acting Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people be trying to go through me to get to Dale. I'm like, bro, that nigga about to say no, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> but it be like, all right, all right was you going to invite Dale to your wedding? Was you going to invite? You weren't no. going to invite him? Was you going to come to his funeral? No. Like, but it's like, oh, but I know him. We exist in the same but world. It's not, so. it's not even the people that I grew with or know. Yeah. It's people that I be in these rooms and people like, yo, this is Dale from Stock X. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. See? I need your discount code. I need this, like, automatically. Yeah. Damn, you know off like, the rip. And tell me your name. Like, what do right. you do? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, um, but, but that's probably why you don't like LA. LA is that culture. Oh, as soon mm. as you say what you do, that's what I They hear. put you in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of like, yeah. oh, you do what? Oh, okay. Somebody. I hear that's the yeah, first. Yeah. Carl said that. Okay, yeah, yeah. If, if you go out and like you just have you normal conversation, that's what the first thing they ask. Because they they trying to side you up. What can you do for me? Mm-hmm. And that's LA and yeah. New York is like that as well. And Miami, all the major cities is like that. Um, and I, what, what I've learned. And being around those individuals, like a Terrence J, like a Lenny, like all these people that have been in that world for so long, I, I'm learning from them. Yeah. I learned from Dan of like how to, like how to maneuver in certain rooms and how to like back out of certain questions and everything. Like I mm-hmm. learned from them mm-hmm. just being around them. Like when I'm with them, I just watch. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like I know people asking them for everything. So. <laughs> There's been times I'm with a lot of people that has a lot of access and power, and people ask them for shit, and they like, oh, blah, 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 holla at this person. Boom, get the fuck out the way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm learning as I go at yeah. the same time, but um, at the end of the day, I know where I came from, and I know where I started, so it's still a blessing and um, you know, to even be in that position, to have to maneuver like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's deep, man. Uh, shit, man. Even from high school, dog. I remember being at your open house. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of chicks there. Miss <laughs> 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 high school. Yeah, I remember actually it seemed like the world stopped at your open house when one particular chick pulled up and walked up your driveway. Who was it? I don't remember. Who was it? Give me... um. 
man, I remember that. I remember that. Oh, you I got great memory. I didn't know Damn. if I could say that name or not, but. Saying, man. Uh, I, I gotta listen. I gotta know. You yeah, say whatever, but uh, Jasmine Hirsch. Uh, Everything stopped. But that was like your I still love Jasmine. I still my dog. Like I love Jasmine. Especially like when I used to be with Dewan. Rest in peace. Like yeah. you know, she'll be. We all be together. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's my dog right there. I still talk to her to this day. Yeah. Like uh, all the all the all my homegirls, all the girls I, you know, what I'm saying, was cool with growing up. I'm still cool with them to this day. Yeah cool with their their husbands their boyfriends everything's all it's like all respect so yeah jazz my dog yeah uh yeah that was a good time i remember all that i remember you got, uh, the, you got one of the best memories bro like i, I was listening to y'all podcast <laughs> like i was going down memory lane with the with the rj and ali oh, yeah. with mark and john i was listening to all that but now you see how this ain't this is the deal yeah for sure this ain't yeah. I listen. I turned out a lot of because <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. But I, y'all, my dog. So yeah, I wanted to talk. We, we try. So the same night, we tried to get Chris too. Chris ain't doing it. Hell no. And he told. He said, "What did he say?" He said what he said. I ain't gonna say. Oh, that, but okay. he said what he said. All right. I want to know what he said. We'll, I will we'll tell say, you. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like that's my man. So it wasn't even. I just like with you, like. So really how we start doing this, because it's like in the pandemic, we couldn't even really go to bars. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when the shit was really thick like that, we couldn't even go to bars. So it was like, you want to catch up with some niggas? Have them come to the podcast. We just going to record it. We say, you know, the best shit we can say that can get recorded right. and talk a little shit afterwards, yeah. you know. But so that somebody I really want to catch up. I mean, I've been knowing Chris since kindergarten, you know. So I mean, I go back like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Since kindergarten. Like my mama still remember like. I was telling her uh, when when I seen la- the last Neiman Marcus um, trunk trunk show he had, I was like, "Yo, I'm about to go to uh, Neiman Marcus for uh, my man's Chris." She like, um, "Was that um, the guy? He was on the news." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, oh, he looks so familiar, but I didn't know from what. And I'm like, "Yeah," because this is random story where he gave like my mom was like, "Ellie, go get me a cupcake in elementary school." Like for was there some little event? And then he was like, oh, I'll go get it. And he went and brought my mama a cupcake. She still remember that shit to this day. <laughs> that's crazy. That's some random I ain't know y'all go back yeah, that far. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my brother right there. Yeah, man. man that's he, my brother for cool sure. One, but like, he ain't doing no interview. No, no, he not. <laughs> he not, he not. And, and you know what I'm It really wasn't even about, like no interview. It just like, I'm like, so we was like talking like, oh shit, we just go grab something. We'll catch up. You yeah. gotta be on, like, you know. It's not even just like, he just don't like talking. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. He especially like not having to talk. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We gonna go talk shit. It's gonna be, you know, we all just talking yeah. shit, but he don't want to sit yeah. down there for you. He kind of like, he like you, just yeah. want to be an ear in the wall. Yeah, uh, he's for sure, but he's an ear in the listen, room. That's how we are so close, me, Chris, Lenny, Lenny us three. Yeah. That's how we so close. Yeah. We all hang together. It's yeah. crazy because I like, same. I look like how I was talking about how I like seeing Lenny interact with you. Yeah. The next person that I like seeing him interact with is Chris yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. He's he's on, that's why he's always in Detroit. Yeah, he fuck with me and Chris all the time. So it's like. We are so like much the same. Where we just like, damn, we vibe like our yeah. mind is crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying we could be on Facetime, not talking about shit for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that's dope, man. Yeah. That's um, really dope. But yeah, so we started basically. We just wanted to come in here once a year and just throw out everything we did for the year, mm-hmm. and some of our kids could listen to or something. Yep. But then we was like. Can't Let's take all it. Of them. They can't listen. Uh, nah. can't listen to the RJ. <laughs> 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 Y'all had the boys lit. 
they were shouting out every name. Hey, but uh, basically, we was like, let's take it back to how we all met. Because mm-hmm. shit go back to five years old for some some mm-hmm. of us. Just our circle. Mm-hmm. And then we start name dropping so many people. We like, oh, let's have them on. Let's have them on. And then it just turned into, after Mark and John, I, it, once I got Mark on here with his stories, yeah. like, I was Mark like, doing his thing in Atlanta, man. Yeah. I got to pull mm-hmm. it back up on him. I pulled up on him a couple times. He running uh, um, yeah. uh Trap Museum. Yeah, we I was down there in August and he, he showed me a real good time. Yeah, he, he took care of me. Yeah. Um and he's one that he don't <laughs> he but don't put the thing about like so like with you, it's gonna be chill. Like they're gonna be chill for sure. With Mark, he gonna be chill, but then we like nigga, we know what's in you. Just go ahead and talk your shit for the yeah. last couple of months. Just talk your <laughs> shit. You know, he gonna like his shit. All right, so he gave me the green light. Yeah, Mark funny. Yeah, that's Mark hilarious. Thing, but um it was I wanted to get uh I gotta I wanna get Burrell on here, I wanna get Skaggs on here, and I wanted to get you on here. Mm-hmm. So um you know, maybe yeah. this will help with yeah, getting scattered. I, th- I think this will help for sure. Get yeah. scattered, Mark- Marcus on here. Yeah, sure. even Mark, Smith. even Mark Smith yeah, yeah. and Brent. Man, I really yeah. Brent oh, got we, some. We, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna bring up some stories. Mark got yeah. some stories. Yeah, for sure. Mark do too. Yeah, Mark do. Yeah. I've been I bumped into Mark in different cities. You bumped into him at the uh, Dipset versus didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. yeah. Dipset um, <laughs> versus Locks. We bumped into each other at uh, it was somebody else versus uh, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, but you know that's like if you really think about it, like even if you did two to three degrees of separation, it's so much dope shit happening, mm-hmm. and that's just like man, damn, like you know, just catch up and talk a little shit, but then get the backstory behind some of it, yeah. like, yeah. and it's been a lot of like, we've had a few athletes on here that are doing great shit, like you, Ross. Ace, yeah. you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Y'all were the most athlete. You know, y'all were the athletes in high school, and transitioned into doing something so great. But how? You know, right. where, what took you there? Because it's a lot of athletes that think that's it. Like, oh man, I'm about to just be in the league doing, you know, whether it be baseball, football, um, basketball, whatever. Things change. Mm-hmm. Your passion change. Like you, you said, like. You didn't have any in real injuries. You just said it became a job, and yeah. that wasn't where I was at with yep. it, you know? So now you're doing something that, although you might be restricted to having to jump up and do this and that, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a job, right. you know what I'm saying? So you transitioned your one passion to another passion, yep. and now you, I mean, this shit has afforded you a, a lot. Like, mm-hmm. the things that that would have given you anyway, you know, right. if you would have took it all the way, it would have been the same, been the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I say that. I was talking to my, my little sister about that the other day. Where like, shit, say for instance, I was 6'5". You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I took basketball really serious. Yeah. I'm making a league. Yeah, sure. facts. So, um, where I'm at now, I will still have the same amount of friends, the same amount of money that's going to be coming in, um, the same industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been the same thing, yeah. but now it's just sneakers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's more on your time. Yeah, it's more on my time. Yeah. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not uh, you got to go to this city, that city, that city, play this way, play this city, play this mm-hmm. team, all that. So I, I like this lane a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> a lot of people don't know, even before um, even before basketball, my passion was DJing. 
a lot of people don't know that i'm really into music mm. like dj was like i was gonna get into music but we just i mm. just let it go i let the conversation just go where it went okay. but i know you yeah what's your favorite album just real quick on top of your head top of my head yeah favorite album yeah. Right, blueprint okay um most people say like reason about jay-z best album blueprint that's top to bottom and i, I always base it off no skips we lived we lived the, the blueprint too like yeah, for sure. we, we didn't we September 11th. The um, reasonable doubt was an afterthought for yeah, us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I can I, I couldn't relate. Yeah, <laughs> shit, we were still <laughs> Tupac yeah, out. Like yeah, you know, yeah. what I'm saying. That's reality. all I knew was Tupac. Yeah. And so like 2001 September, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, that was me. That was me growing up. I'm about to yeah. be in high school the following year. That was me. I was able to do this, do that. Blueprint. Mm-hmm. But um. I wanted to say one more thing before you transition to that, but it's good to see like the success that people from Southfield or, you know, even I know Vito not from Southfield, but I know Vito through you and mm-hmm. you went to Lathrop. So like, it's just good to see the success that people we know yeah, and we grew up saying, like yeah, two, three sure. degrees of separation. You know what no. I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible feeling, man. When I, I go to different cities and I see somebody doing their thing. Mm -hmm. When I go to Atlanta, I see Mark doing his thing. Mm -hmm. I go to fucking LA and see Mark doing his thing. When people I grew up with, when I see Jasmine doing her thing, when I see even India and Nacho here in Detroit Mm -hmm. doing their thing at Bistro, it's people I grew up with. Yeah. Dan with the Lathrop. Yeah. Dan with the Lathrop, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My dog, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) He went to Lathrop. Yeah. Um. (laughs) That was a story I was going to bring up. I wanted you to tell me if it was true or not. Let's hear it. No names in this story. <laughs> seventh, <laughs> seventh grade. Someone told you to uh, wear contacts. Somebody you, told me to wear contacts? Wear certain color contacts to a party, to a, a house party in Bernie. And you went and did it because you liked them. No, 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 no. It wasn't contacts. It was paint. My pinky nail black. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's middle school. Uh, it's middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um paint my pinky nail black um to this party. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I forgot about that story. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I painted my uh, pinky nail. Man, took that shit off right away. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was and um, your brother, man, I remember. Uh, Which brother? Bullet or Lavelle? I was gonna say Bear, but it was. I knew it started with a B. Bullet. So Bullet, but I remember you, Marcus, and somebody else was with y'all, but y'all got robbed. You remember that? Oh my god! So yeah, that was what ninth grade. Yeah. Leaving um auto show. Yeah, they took took Marcus Chain, and uh, all I kept. Nah, was it? Nah, was it? It might have been later than that. Did y'all? Did something happen to y'all in eleventh grade? Y'all was about to get jumped or something. Eleventh grade, then then get jumped at Queens. Daddy did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something happened when I knew you, so it had to be like eleventh or twelfth grade. That was tenth or eleventh, but um. And what it was at Queens or uh, Shears in the Park? It was right in that little area. But anyways, oh, they brought this, they this, they said your brother, 
And uh, so this this is what happened. This is what happened. So I think we was riding in that little parking lot. We was riding a little parking lot, and we all in the car. Marcus had his window down, and somebody like it was a I don't know who it was jumped up in the car and hit Marcus, mm. and we we just pulled off. Yeah, okay. That, that's exactly what. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what, exactly what it was. But uh, my brother is a hothead. <laughs> <laughs> my brother is like the big protector. He's the he's the he's the guy that. Just, I mean, based off his name, you know. Nigga yeah, nickname Bullet. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> for sure. But I just I remember us all being together, and uh, you caught your brother found out somehow, and everybody was just like, Bullet found out everything. So like. From ninth grade, when Marcus got robbed and I was with him, Bullet found out who it was. Bullet mm. found out who hit Marcus in the eye. You know what I'm saying? Um, Bullet found out a lot of shit. Like, yeah, and y'all used to be around all Oak- Oakland, Wayne. Y'all used to be out out here because yeah. Marcus was driving in ninth grade. Yeah, Marcus was the first one. Yeah. Marcus was like the first one with his license. Uh, had his own car. We was everywhere from Pontiac, Pontiac. <laughs> to Rochester <laughs> to Mercy. <laughs> Everybody Cass. thought Southfield and Southfield Lathrop was the schools, but we like nah, Mercy, Mercy West yeah, Bloomfield, Mercy. Harrison, like Mercy. We uh, y'all checking me, in the wrong school, though. Me, Marcus, yeah. Steph, we all was. Mobbed. I used to want to go to Harrison bad. Harrison, Harrison had them too. We used to uh, we used to mob out. Yeah, Marcus had the whip. We out. Um, I remember y'all used to go somewhere on Wednesdays, and if you walked in with a chick, you you got in for free. Um, uh, Woodward and uh, <laughs> <laughs> y'all was in high school. I thought this was the wildest thing that Lathrop niggas did. Y'all went to Deja Vu uh, in high school. I I I wasn't I wasn't part of that. I I know people used to do that. I'm I, like, I didn't no. go to Deja Vu to my 18th birthday. My brother took me. I hated it. But I used to think walking around the star was the coolest thing to do until I, I yeah, met a, a few lot, lot of guys. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of them was um, going to deja vu. But yeah. I wasn't we was like, right, let's hit Birmingham. Yeah. I was <laughs> I had a whole nother <laughs> thing in my Yeah, I was I was never thing. into um, going there. Um mm-hmm. I went my eighteenth birthday, my brother Bullet took me and I hated it. Yeah. I, I, you I, still I, don't like him or I, I would go there to go eat. Man. I never been to one until August this year. Really? I'm, I never and guess who took me? Who? Mark Jackson. For real? So you already know. See, he ain't oh, know. Like, I'm like, bro, the food, bro. The that's food. what you go for. That's what yeah. you go lamb for. Lamb chop. I've never been But see, he animal. just tried lamb chop this year. Yeah. I hear wow. lamb chop food. <laughs> I hear just lamb chop food. this year and been in Miami? Wow. Ain't been to Miami, never been to a strip club, and tried lamb chops. Wow. And yeah. Mark Jackson took me to my first yeah. one in the hood and of Atlanta. I'm mad. Uh, which one? It was in the hood of Atlanta. It was just a little <laughs> hole in the wall. So it was everything. It wasn't like no holes yeah. barred. You know, really, technically, I took him to the first one, but I'm mad because it was like the shittiest experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shittiest yeah. experience. It was in somewhere in, or, um, in Orlando. I don't even know the name. Yeah, I don't know. It was trash. It, might, yeah, it was never, trash. I've never been a fan. I've never yeah. been a fan of just. You know, I ain't going to say I'm a fan, but I, I, like I walked eat, out. And then. Yeah, I like to eat. I'm eating, like and then I just have to look mans. up for a minute, you know. Hey, okay. Yeah, I'm, if I'm with my mans, we eating. I don't mind that because the food yeah. is great there. Yeah, but yeah. If a girl hit me up like, "Yo, Dale, let's go to let's go there and go eat," and I'm like, "Nah, I'm cool." And I prefer like daytime, but now that the, the day shift is a thing, it kind of messed me up. Yeah, because I used to like when it 
wouldn't be nothing going on. You just go eat, mm-hmm. get a deal on your drinks and your food, yep. and then you out. Yeah. But now it's like hundred dollars for a booth <laughs> so you can sit down yeah. and eat, <laughs> even though it's only one o'clock. Like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. That. I, that's why I've never been a fan. Yeah. Never been a fan. Yeah, we got about a little under ten minutes left. Uh, Vito, anything you want to say, man? You've been chilling in the cut. I thought you was going to hop on here and talk some shit. Oh, this You an interesting man yourself. You know, you do a lot in the community. I, that, I do want to say, when I first met Elliot, man, Elliot was the product guy. You know, I don't know who <laughs> hearing this. Because I met Buddy at Michigan State. Yeah. yeah. Him and Juan. Him and Juan, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, to be honest, I probably never seen him in the same pair of products. Like, <laughs> At that time in life, like these people who maneuver through state and stuff, now they don't understand what it was. Yeah. And, like it was a different culture. It's funny you say that, Vito, because we had Nick Palmer up here. Nick Palmer, oh, wow. And he, I forgot we, we, had we couldn't even air that episode because yeah. he talked about all the fights up yeah, there. Going crazy. He it would have just been like bleep, bleep, bleep. Or like yeah. it would have been like edit, edit, edit. Last time I seen Nick, man, was for Yachty. For, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Man, and it was. You know, R.I.P. Yachty, uh, he was telling these stories, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, in the room. And then yeah. Juan just started crying. And if you, you know. You're talking about, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. You know, he yeah. state, state, yep. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So just to see that. But, like, yeah, bro, Nick used to go. We used to go hoop, bro, at L.A. Fitness. Uh, Lifetime, bro. He hooping in Prada's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still, that's still my, now that's still, I was going to ask Dale before we got out of here what his favorite shoe is, but Prada has always been my, well, all America, America's Cup, yeah. that will always be my favorite shoe because <laughs> And I say it because of the convenience of I can be anywhere in them. Like, I can be out all day in them and get in the club with them. I could, like, you know, like, remember, like, it was a point where, like, it was like a transitional period where niggas, like, when they started doing the college shirts, like, you got to get in the club. You got to have a college shirt. Yeah. So I'm like, what I would wear was Polo and Prada. Like, it was going to still get me wherever. Yeah. It was going to be cool enough to be yep. hanging out. On them daytime, and then when I get to the club, I could still get in. That's that's why I like them. They came in every fucking color. So you I know, it's crazy. Just like traveling, Detroit really is one of the coldest spots, if not the coldest spot. Right? Yeah. All these stories that y'all sharing right now, a lot of this stuff was middle and high school. Yeah. You're not seeing somewhere where it's a a collective of you know African American kids, mm-hmm. and it's a state like you talking yeah. about. Like Can was had a. You know, Mink in high school. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, he sure did. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the culture of Shout like fashion That's in Detroit yeah. is, you know, it rolls over. Like even just people don't understand. Lather might be a metropolitan school, but some of everybody was at that school. Yeah, like Oak Park. Yep. Like this right. wasn't mm-hmm. like we sub suburb schools would be a West Bloomfield Lasser, right? A Harris, right, something like that. Lather in Southfield. Nah, man. Nah. Do you know when fucking Blaze said I ain't gonna run y'all stayed in Southfield? That ain't the <laughs> suburbs, dummy. That's West Bloomfield. <laughs> Niggas lost their minds. Like <laughs> we've been trying to tell y'all. We've been trying to tell. But, but I used to think that I like coming from the east side. I thought my my cousins went to Lather. You mm-hmm. know, my auntie always stayed on eleven mile, mm-hmm. uh, like twelve mile Lasser. Yeah. Um, that was a that was a lot to drive out there yeah. from Seven, Seven Mile and Ryan mm-hmm. all the way over there. But then once you start, it wasn't until watch time video. Like mm-hmm. I literally, me and Sadell got cool. We finished wrapping the video up in the club. We had uh, the Good Life Lounge, mm-hmm. right? We wrapping up the video. I don't know dog from Adam. Yeah. We literally looked at, we damn near in the same spot we in right now. We just looked at each other at the same time, like try to go down and get on hoes. <laughs> and literally been my man ever since yeah. that hey, same summer. I- that's crazy. I thought y'all I thought y'all grew up together. Uh, no, uh, I didn't meet was, so Sedale, 
Can, Steph, Kev, Ben, I met all of them in individual times. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I met Steph because Steph was throwing a party in Cannes. I had just moved back from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. My homie Ian, see, man, Ian Conyers, he was like, bro, my man's got a party in Cannes. Oh, you want to go out there? I'm like, man, all right, fuck it. It was Steph and Kev. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I met him on a whole nother Thing. I met RJ. I met RJ in high school. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? My homegirl Hillary used to throw parties. He, they all went to Oak Park. Yeah. And his best friend. You know, he went to high school with such and such. Right. Like, yeah. I met Steve in the studio in like 06. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and it just all everybody yeah, just, all just formulated yeah, together. Yeah. yeah. That's how you know it's meant. You know. That's yeah. That's like, true. We, we met at what C Tab or something like that. It was somewhere. Yeah. Hoping yeah. Hoping yeah. That. yeah. They sent me to go chill. Oh yeah, go yeah. get on Big Ridge. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> Damn. That's court. crazy. That was uh Jay Drew and them uh yeah. run. Yeah. That was a great run, dog. That was a good run, but just that like you was just saying like. I don't think people realize, like, just even just culturally, um, Detroit motivates the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It inspires so much. Like, mm -hmm. even now, we might, you might still rock products, but we didn't did that so, so you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That you like, oh, yeah, that, we leave that for, you go anywhere, you mm -hmm. go to L.A., kids in high school who, who stay in Compton, so they're not mm -hmm. rocking products. You go, yeah. you go to Bankhead in Atlanta, they're not doing that. You go mm -hmm. to Harlem, like, maybe Harlem, because like, yeah. they're a little more, like, but. The culture of just being fresh, but yeah. you got to think Detroit. We started middle class. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. this was the place where you come from Arkansas, and then now you got you rocking Cadillac middle class. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. You ain't got to have a lot of yep. education. I remember I had uh, these orange products. I was in. I'm like, man, I just want these so bad. I'm like, shit, I got them. And I was in D.C. for the homecoming and shit. And I was in the bathroom pissing. I'm like, I just knew I was the freshest nigga there just in my mind. Like, you know, you probably really not, but you are <laughs> in your head. So what do it matter? I'm pissing in the bathroom. This nigga like, oh, shit, the nigga got on the orange products. I'm like, bro, I'm pissing, dog. Like, let me fuck bro, I thought you was a swiper when I first met you. And you know the craziest shit, though? My parents. I thought you was a swiper. <laughs> right, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> my parents, the thing is, my parents are, were well off, but they never bought my clothes. I like they went, they were like, I'm not paying all that for that. I would get like one hour sound trip a year. And that was it. Like, you know, I might get two, three hundred dollars worth of shit, but everything else I had to find a way to get it. You know what I'm saying? So I was hey, on the same shit, you same. know? But yeah, so real quick before we get out of here, what's your favorite pair of shoes just that you have? Not of all time, just that you got like right now that you black, man. Them the ones. Like you might not have worn them or anything. Black Cement Threes. Mm. Black Cement Threes for a lot of reasons, man. The main reason was Phil Knight changed the whole dynamics of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? That mm -hmm. was the first shoe I feel, in my opinion, that you could wear on the court and off the court. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to think of like ones and twos. Those wasn't really made to be off the court. Right, yeah. But the way Phil Knight did those, um, it just changed the whole sneaker game. Mm -hmm. So that's why I got it on the chain and all that. Yeah. A shoe that I still want, and Dale probably don't even remember. I used to hit him up about this shoe. I can remember Dale. I Asking him about Yeezy, he's like, nigga, you ain't wearing no Yeezy. <laughs> you probably don't even remember that. But uh, the helicopter, the Kobe. Uh, oh, wow. I think they sixes, the helicopter. Yeah, they sixes. Yeah. I, I still got mine. Damn. Them boys ain't never coming out, dog. Yeah, never. Those ain't never coming out. I don't know if you know, but Vanessa, uh, Kobe and uh, Nike, like, they, they ain't even got they to trying to. They trying to um, mm. figure it out now. Yeah. I don't know the, the stipulations or details behind it, but I mean Vanessa deserved whatever she yeah. I agree. So but they, uh, I think they I think Nike is a company that they figured out because 
the entire NBA college high school is still wearing Kobe's to this day. Mm. Facts. So, it's the most worn shoe in the NBA yeah. right now. Like you look at any if you watch any NBA game, bro, yeah. everybody wearing Kobe. Mm. So do you have a Kobe story before we get out of here? Yeah, I got I got a couple of them. Um Thanks. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> The last time I seen Kobe, um He was um, at the J and Beyonce New Year's Eve party? Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish man. Um Last time, uh, let's see. My favorite one was um, I seen him in Cleveland the last time he played LeBron in Cleveland. Mm. Um, uh, I went with Dan. We sat courtside, um, but we was in, before the game started. We was in, in locker rooms, and Kobe walked in. That's when Spike Lee is um, uh, got his camera crew following Kobe wherever he goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he comes in. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Kobe. Yeah. Like, um, he came in, stopped and talked to us, shook hands, took pictures, everything. It was it was just cool. And um, during the game, I was sitting like half court, court side. And it was like, a, um, I think it was like a, uh, it was like free throws going on at that time, man. He, he like, was, like, holding his knees, bending over. And I forgot what I said to him. He was like, oh, this game is easy. But I'm going <laughs> to go sit my ass down. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's pictures floating that, you know, uh, I seen him and uh, him and LeBron was hugging the last time. Uh, oh, Cleveland. you snapped at it. Yeah, I snapped yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I was on Snapchat. I was, on, yeah. I was right there on ESPN. I was right last there. question. You, you brought up the Cavs and Dan and all that. Were you on the? Were you at the game, uh, the Warriors against the Cavs, when Steph threw his mouthpiece at uh, one of the mm -hmm. uh, Forbes kids? Yeah, I was there. So I used to work at Somerset, like fresh out of high school. Mm -hmm. Skaggs got me on that. Yeah, I remember that. And you know the Forbes owned it, so you know we used to mingle with him and stuff. And then Slater. When we used to hoop on Twelve mm -hmm. Mile, yep. he was the coach of Dan Kids and yep, the Ford Kids, all them yep. Birmingham. What kids. was his name? Who? Dustin's uncle. I forget. I forgot, man. I forgot. I know he lived in Atlanta. Yeah, man. I know he lived in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, but that he, was my dog. that hey, he was cool, dog. We used to hoop. I got, I got to hit Dustin up and ask him about his uncle, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Were you on, were you at that game? I was at that game. Yeah, that was around the time I was going to every single game with Dan. Yeah, um, yeah, I was at that game. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was a that was a fun time. But yeah, they was talking about that the whole plane <laughs> ride back. Yeah, we uh we appreciate you joining, man. Uh, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Yeah, man. Maybe again. Yeah. I would say with RJ and uh, Ali, I but he's uh, not doing that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he faced. I think RJ FaceTime. RJ FaceTime me. You can see Dale like, oh, nah. <laughs> y'all going crazy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, yeah I'm man. fine. Hey, finally one we can air, dog. Cause yeah, cause they'll kept it cool the whole. Yeah. Like I don't think it gotta be no edits. No, ain't gotta be yeah. no edits. Kept it cool the whole time. For, for people drinking at nine in the morning, y'all pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> want. I don't even want to drink right now. Yeah, I don't want to drink either. But but uh, for y'all who don't know, Elliot switching between forty two and Casamigos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that wild night he's about to have. It's about to be a wild ass day. Hey. Sure. Yeah, this is really starting my day. Yeah, yes, this shit about to be weird. I want to know what y'all day end up being like. <laughs> Cheers. E, we out of here, man. All right, for sure. Hey, Vito, come back, nigga. For sure. Yeah, nah, man. Vito got a crazy, got a crazy story. Don't man. end it. Vito, I know you got the Brandon Green stories. Yep. 
I ain't even gonna put his name out there that everybody know, but I know you know. I know you do a lot for the city. I know you're a father you know, just like some me. Of my co- some of my coldest stories is like really like just with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like just random. Them be the yeah, best one. Be the yeah, best one. bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't. I, yeah, bro. It's some of the. It's, I Facetime him with Benny the Butcher. Yeah, he, that's one of his I'm favorite tra- rappers. Yeah, my favorite ba- rapper. Hell yeah, one of them for sure. Him, all, all Griselda, them my niggas, man. I, I, don't even get me started, man. So when I seen him, I know yeah. he got the clothing. Like he rock with him heavy. Yeah. So when I seen him, I chopped it up. With him. I was like, yo, I gotta get my man's on. The he phone. thinking he, I'm at home, like so I could like pull my claws out. Like, look, I got all y'all merch. I'm out drunk as hell, like. And Benny <laughs> and Phoenix, so like he not. Benny is one of the people where he can go in the grocery store and yeah. probably nobody will say nothing to him. So for me to see him and talk to him, he was real genuine. And uh, he talked. He literally talked to me for like 10 minutes. And my wife thought I was fanning out, but I'm like, no, like I really know who he is. Like currency, like yeah. I feel like currency could be chilling, no security, chilling. I'm like, man, my man's put me on you. He got your, your merch, all that. He like, hit him up. Shit, all right. He took my phone and everything. I'm like, like I'm talking to Rez like shit. I'm talking drunk shit like, yeah, nigga, what's up? What you drinking, nigga? You out there? I know you. And I'm like, nigga, is that Benny the Butcher standing next to you? He grabbed the shit like, what up? What's good, E? I'm like, shit, yeah, that's, that's hard. hard. <laughs> shit was hard as fuck. But shit like that is like, yeah, it just be know, the most random shit, man. How you said the best stories is yeah. with your people. You know, if you, I even just think about like we was younger, bro. We'd be we used to wake up at three in the morning, bro, and just go to Michigan State. Duh. Like leaving the club, yeah. <laughs> me, him, RJ, baby, I like literally just jump on the road, bro. Like and just do random stuff. All me, it take is one response. I tell you, they'll talking about Fort Wayne before we get out of here. Fort Wayne is a spot I would never go party in. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. I go down there to kick it with Dale. This is senior year. We go to whatever club we was at. We're in the club. The ladies are walking around drinking 40s. Mm. And I just remember looking at Dale like, bro, where do you have? That is You know wild. what I'm saying? Like, even, I was wondering, like, bro, what, why did you ask us to come here? Like, <laughs> of all things. And then it, it just, it, it rolled over into other stuff. But, like, to be honest, yeah, like I said, a lot of my stories, because, like, even with, like, Dale, we didn't travel so many places together yeah. or just randomly be like mm-hmm. in the same spot like hey be, you, you you just how you know i was out here you know what right. I'm like and those be the best times like even how i met y'all like i randomly i really think the first time i met you was at like Kristen and demarja yeah for sure with yadi and royce yeah uh we was about to go somewhere and we was just all in there pre-game yeah. you know and then yep. from there uh we just like damn every time i see dog out you know because mm-hmm. like, oh, i think Corey, all oh, y'all like oh, yeah. you stay, stay yeah. with the same clique yeah. but yeah and the bros those are to me because as you get up in this, mm-hmm. you start to see like that's the shit that really matters. Hell you know yeah! Like this like yeah. his mama is like my mom. Like yeah. I can literally text mm-hmm. his mama like, "Mom, what you cooking today?" Like right. his like bullet. <laughs> Something happened. To th- he calling me, yeah. cussing me out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like to just have that, yeah. um, like that extended family and know people who genuinely care, regardless mm-hmm. of you know they schedule. Kind of like how y'all like, regardless yeah. of what's going on, you know you still got these these yeah. people. Yeah. Like, that's dope. And if ain't shit te- teach you that these last year and a half, two years, for sure, taught mm-hmm. everybody that. And if you ain't learned it, then shame on you. Thanks. Sure. Yeah, sure. so, well, appreciate it. Vito, you always welcome back. 
Let me yeah. know, man. Yeah, and, uh, I gotta bring, I started to bring some wine. I told him since I got in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think we're gonna be drinking and just to see this. <laughs> 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 Look but, at uh, the spread. Right. E, man, we out of here, man. Yeah, we out of here. We be back real soon. Yeah. Sure.